those companies who actually bothered to show up at the New York Comic Con, AFB salutes you. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 138, for the week of Wednesday, the 15th of October, 2014. I'm Ben, and with me tonight are... Adam. Justin. And Scott. This episode is brought to you by the Pop Culture Superstore and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, we have extended news coverage from the New York Comic Con, and our toy of the week is the Sideshow Collectibles 1-6th Batman action figure. Howdy, chaps. Four of us on one show. Yay. Yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> Excellent. Lots of hearty yays. <laughs> yay. No, there, Justin. Were, there was two hearty yays and then one like, oh, I might as well say yay as well. Yeah, that's Let's right. face it. Come on. That's right. <laughs> Justin, how was the football? <laughs> Not good. Especially <laughs> when you're... Uh, or did your team lose? Uh, they didn't make it. Oh, the, well, that's uh, really bad. To the second last week, but uh, our arch enemies won, and geez, haven't we been hearing about that for the last week and a half? <laughs> no, <laughs> time, time to rest it up now. Not where on. I am. I don't even know. Forty who won. years for them, so I don't care. I hope it's another forty years. <laughs> <laughs> that's the spirit. <laughs> who won? Oh, Souths. That's right. We are, we are talking about national rugby league. Mm, yeah. Our yeah. Uh, overseas listeners, so it's one of our football codes of choice. Yeah, so which isn't actually mean? which isn't actually nat- national. It's yeah, you know, it's like the you know regional. Well, no, I mean you know there used to be you know Western Australian team, but they went broke, and there was an Adelaide team, and they went broke. Yeah, mm. after one so, season of using everything. That's right. That's yeah. right. Mm. What else is news, Justin? Um, not too much. Just been doing busy stuff around the house. Been we built a cat run this week. Oh, cool! Yeah. Of course. The, yeah, I had the guy next door who's a carpenter do all the framework, and I've been putting the nets all around. So I know some very really nice people who have a cat run. Mm. Mm. Us? Mm. <laughs> I know. I meant before you. Oh, it's impossible! The, the Adam, fa- Adam and his family. Yep. Ah, yeah. Yep. I was I was there when it was being Jeez. constructed. Wow. True story. Cool. Yeah. Uh, could could it also be used for small children? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, kids are a bit more savvy. Well, I don't know. Uh, Can they maybe. chew through things? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And there's also okay. those little pesky, you know, laws and stuff. Nah. Laws. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard yeah. about family's essay? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of which, Adam, what's new? Uh, not a lot. I've been spending a lot of time the last few weekends doing bits and pieces in the yard. That's done now. Good work. Uh, yes. So I now have a couple of weeks until I head off to Vegas, and, and that's pretty much what I'm making sure I'm ready for now. Hot damn. Yeah. Why are you going to Vegas? Mate's Bucks. It's Just having a, long, a Bucks in Vegas. It's a yes. long way to go to see a stripper. Yeah. Well, we'll hope to see a couple. <laughs> Adelaide's only got one and a half, so, you know, two full strippers would be worth going. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, it's 
they're really, really expensive in Vegas. So you have been warned, but that's a story for another day. Uh, okay. I don't even want to know how you know that. Anyway, there you go. He's been watching the OC. <laughs> but the, but the, um, the flip side is breakfast is really cheap. Yes. Yeah. Everything's cheap, yeah, in Vegas. Well, apparently yeah. not the strippers. No. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, um, if you buy a drink anywhere other than, like, at the casinos, it will cost you a fortune. Okay. Noted. So, yep. So, anyway, <laughs> Mr. Scotty, are you on the road again? On the road again? Yep, me and Willie Nelson. I wondered who would actually break into song. Yep, should have known. for sure. Yeah, just, just uh, um, doing some, uh, you know, busy, really busy time of year. I work in implementing software in schools, and it's the time of year when they're getting ready to do new stuff for next year. So it's good. So being on the road a lot means that business is good. Um, it means wives are cranky. Um, but there you go. So it's kind of one of those, um, you know, flip side things of, yes, it's annoying that I'm not here, but if I wasn't here, then it would be annoying that we didn't have enough money to eat. So, yeah. Food's important. Yeah, food is important. So no, no, we're all going really well. We're, um, my eldest is playing two teams of basketball this season because it's her like transition season where she plays her current one and then the one she's going into. So she's doing under 14s and under 16s. So for my sins, I'm getting to do two uh, games of basketball every Saturday. And this Saturday I had the great pleasure um, of uh, having to intervene in a uh, altercation between parents. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Which was super exciting. When you kind of go like, Hmm, the drama is supposed to be on the court, not off the court, but, uh, Anyway, mm. I disagree. Disagree. Yeah. You need to go to more live sporting events. <laughs> well, I, I managed to put my, you know, highly developed conflict resolution skills to good use, and I didn't get punched, so that was very exciting. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, our um, our, our tadpoles do fairy ballet, and when I fairy ballet. Uh, they do, it's, it's it's all quite cute. And I took them along, and uh, I was actually quite surprised that. They go into a room with the teacher where they do their thing, and all the parents actually have to sit outside and look at a large flat screen TV <gasps> because yeah. pa- parents aren't allowed in the room. Yeah, I can totally understand why yeah. that is. I reckon yeah. that you know sporting events should be the same. Yep. It's it drives me insane. Like I, you know, I'm not a sporty person. I like I've done lots of coaching and stuff through being a teacher and that sort of thing. But, you know, I have, a, I think, a fairly healthy attitude about what sport for kids is for and that they should learn and enjoy it and they shouldn't be stressed and whatever. And sometimes I just watch some of the parents and the way that they behave and think, how do you actually think that your child is benefiting from the mm. fact that, I mean, A, they can't actually, you know, focus on you when they're on the court. But B, if you're, like, you know, losing the plot and swearing at them, that actually doesn't help their game. Yeah. You know? If you make your child cry on the court, mm, uh, anyway. Mm. <laughs> it's not only that. The kids, they don't hear you anyway. It's not. It, they don't even listen to the coach at halftime. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I had the privilege of being handing a, handed a, um, I forget what it's called, but we, the parents had to be appointed um, yellow vest wearers for the vinyl, uh, finals in soccer, and I had to eject a parent. It was... Uh, <gasps> It was great fun. Oh my goodness! Yeah, we, mm. Our um, the, they won the grand final a few weeks ago in the last season, and the team the coach of the other team lost them a point by arguing with the ref. Uh, yeah, they got like two. They got two free throws because the, of arguing. Mm. It was very exciting. 
<laughs> anyway, Ben, how are you? Besides um, well. attending Fairy well. Ballet. Oh, well, I've mentioned in the past that, unlike Scott, I'm not particularly fond of going to the supermarket in the slightest, but uh, <laughs> I got up yesterday and it was Saturday morning and I thought I might just get down to the supermarket nice and early just so I can get it over and done with and come home. And for a change, it was highly entertaining. It was uh, it was just like a, a comedy. There was just so many fun events. Uh, it was um, <laughs> A couple of my favourites, quickly, was... Um, a guy I work with just came back from the US and he said that a lot of the comments he got from um, from Americans that he talked to was that he didn't sound Australian. Yeah. And, of course, um, you know, there seems to be this misconception that we all talk like Steve Irwin, the Crocodile Hunter, or, or something like that, and, and use crikeys and flat out like a lizard drinking and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> but I was uh, I, I did the groceries and there's a, a coffee place right out the front, so I was standing there waiting to get a coffee. And there was a fellow sitting behind me with his coffee and his croissant. And uh, over my shoulder, another guy sort of walked up to the table and uh, he walked up and he says, mate. And the guy at the table goes, oh, g'day, mate. And then the other fellow says, how you going, mate? And the other guy's like, yeah, good, mate. What are you up to, mate? Oh, mate, you know, mate, just kind of, you know, hanging out, mate. I counted nine mates in about 20 seconds. (laughs) And I was like, okay, well. This is where Americans get their uh, perception of Australian accents from. It was uh, quite the mate exchange, and uh, I the thought that was exchange. quite. I thought that was quite witty. And then, as I was leaving the supermarket, it's got an underground car park, and so I was driving down towards um, the the ramp that goes up and out. And this fellow comes tearing up behind me, obviously in some kind of huge hurry at eight o'clock on a Saturday morning. And, of course, you know, hardly intimidated, I just continued to cruise along and started cruising up the ramp. And the guy comes zooming up behind me, and you could see him really agitated. And then there's a just at the top of the ramp, there's a speed bump. And so I went over the speed bump carefully. And then the fellow comes up behind me, and he hits the speed bump with a bit of oomph. And I see two litres of milk go flying. (laughs) (laughs) And so this is in my rear vision mirror. And so I stopped the car, put it in park, and I got out. And the guy's looking at me. And he must have thought that I was, you know, annoyed that he was tailgating me kind of thing, like aggressively tailgating me. And um, I'm just standing there looking. And there's all these groceries on the roof of his car. (gasps) And so he'd obviously bought half a dozen grocery items and put them on the roof of his car and then strapped the kids into the back seat or whatever, completely forgot about the groceries and and got in. And as I'm standing there, I'm pointing to the roof of his car and the guy's looking at me and I think he was trying to decide whether a fight was about to break out and I'm pointing to the roof and he finally turns around and sees all these groceries on the roof of the car and gives me the thumbs up. So what you actually got out of your car... Yeah, and I was pointing. Well, I was yeah, but because you're nine car. feet tall, he probably was wow. just shitting himself. Like, oh my god! There was actually a, um, there was a, a trolley boy running up the the ramp, like <laughs> waving at him as well with his yellow fluoro vest, He's sort of, like waving. So there's people pointing everywhere. These um, who like, needs milkers. television? Seriously, there's, <laughs> we right. just watch people. It's awesome. <laughs> and there was a, a couple of other fun events. And I got home, and uh, and Mrs. Shake went, you know, how was grocery shopping? And I said that was actually awesome. <laughs> and I related uh, a series of stories. So, but anyway, I think we've bantered enough. This is yeah. the uh, the New York Comic Con edition of the podcast. And Armchair coverage so, edition. Yeah, <laughs> we have so much news that we've decided to split it in half and forego our usual discussion. So uh, we'll come back in a minute with some articulated news. Billy! 
and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I'm Bill S. Preston Esquire. And I'm Ted Theodore Logan in concert. And I make them play. Speaker connects to figures and most cassette players to make figures play music. Now on drums, that bodacious barbarian Genghis Khan. Yeah, our new pal from old China. Excellent! Let's rock and roll! Squeezing their legs gets them jamming. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure! Party on, dudes! Hey everybody, Scotty here. Just an editor's note before we get stuck into the news from New York Comic Con. Due to the number of items that we're going to be covering in these two sections, rather than the enhanced podcast, we have links to all of the items that we're covering up on the actionfigureblues.com website, the posting for this episode. So if you want to follow along, go there. Enjoy! Well, before we get to our main features, we start each episode with a bit of news, and articulated news is where we discuss the latest events and announcements in the toy and collectibles world. We're not a comprehensive toy news service. These are just the stories that relate to the things we're interested in and have caught our eye this week. And there is a lot to catch our eye this week. So, Scotty, over to you. Hello. Yes, well, I, first of all, have got some DC uh, news. And the first one is uh, from New York Comic Con, uh, DC Collectibles, had the Batman animated uh, figures on display, so we've already seen, uh, you know, initial shots of them. But these are production pieces in uh, packaging. Right. Yeah. So, and from this, I get that um, they still look awesome. That they are going to come with a bucket load of accessories, um, which is all very exciting. And then the unexciting bit is that it looks like they are coming on. A card, not mm. which doesn't look very collector friendly. Do you think this is a if we want to keep them at the usual retail price with that many accessories, we have to compromise somewhere else? I'd say so. Yeah, Definitely. probably. Yeah, I'm really I, bummed though. About why that. look at the the packaging that we're getting for the um say like the the Funko Legacy Game of Thrones figures and also the um, um, um Star Wars Black you know that that new kind of box with the yes. slide out tray yeah. um sort of thing and that's it's brilliant it's it's really yeah. well done they're really well displayed they can sit up and you know for people who collect mint on card etc cetera, etc cetera. I just assume that would be the natural way to go so I, I can only assume that this is just simply a cheaper way of doing it. Yes, I mean, I, I can see that for the amount of accessories that they are um, uh, including in this, which is great, um, that that would have been a way to save some cost. But I think, like, you know, I would pay a bit more for the packaging because, you know, I, I don't know. I just uh, I think that there are so many. And DC Collectibles is doing some good stuff with collector-friendly packaging at the moment. Mm. Look at, like, you know, the uh, their, their basic figures are coming in something that is a little bit more collector-friendly. It's not a um, bubble. Um, and the Capullo Designer Series, etc., super collector-friendly, really nice to display in. So I don't know. Maybe this has got – maybe there's more to it. And yeah. I could be wrong, um, and I hope I am because th- it 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 detracts for me. Yeah. Figures look great, yeah. accessories awesome, but particularly if uh, if I want to open them, then I have to find a place to store all the accessories, as opposed to being able to put it all back. To me, that is a real bummer. Mm. So, on that sad note, oh well, we go to another really sad. <laughs> No, at least for me. And that is um, the DC Collectibles. We knew already that they were doing um, another artist-specific, you know, that designer series for Jay Lee. 
Um, and now we've seen the figures, and I think they look like little toad blossoms. Which is just so bizarre, because Jay Lee is just such an astonishing artist. Yeah. I mean, I think I can see, particularly if you look at the Superman and the Batman, that they have tried to uh, translate his style mm. to 3D, and these may well look okay in person. Um, mm. you know, I, I can't say that I am a huge fan of his art, um, just compared to you know other artists, but what they've tried to do, particularly if you look on the um, faces of Superman and Batman, where... You know, they tried to put the lines in the kind of red shading and stuff that he does on faces, but it just mm. basically looks like that mm. someone's slashed them on the face. Like, yeah. yeah. I think what they should have done is they could add those grooves to the faces, but uh, leave it the same colour as the rest of the face and let natural lighting yeah, yeah. Yeah. fill it in. Yeah. So, And also what's not working for me with Superman is the heavy eyeshadow. It just looks odd. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen anybody going nuts over these. Um, no. So, but and, and there are some artists who just don't translate well to mm. 3D, and I think that that may be the case here. might look different when you see them in person. I mean, fine with me. I can't afford to buy everything, so <laughs> they're, they're totally allowed to make some stuff that I don't want to mm. buy. That's actually good. Um, so, But anyway, Superman, Batman... Uh, Wonder Woman and Catwoman at this point, and uh, that's going to be a big pass for me. Mm. Um, now, on to something that is not in my wheelhouse, but I suspect is going to be very popular with quite a few people, is uh, Hot Toys Robocop. Um, now, this is a deluxe set that has a Battle Damage Robocop and then an Alex Murphy uh, together. Um, so, who's Alex Murphy when he's at home? I don't he's know. the actual cop he's, that gets fragged. Oh, he's the one that tr- gets turned into Robocop? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, um, let me just um, impress you more with my extensive Robocop knowledge. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> when, it, uh, when it says that he was brutally murdered, that's um, that's a pretty subtle way of... the statement. <laughs> okay, right, yeah. yeah. And uh, are we happy with the likenesses? Um, look, it's been a long time since I've seen the fan, and I'm a big fan of Paul Verhoeven, and so I have seen the movie quite a few times. And I've seen Paul, uh, sorry, um, Peter Weller in something recently, and he's he's not a young man anymore. And so I'm sort of looking no. at this and going, gosh, that doesn't look like Peter Weller. But then I'm thinking, does it look like Peter Weller from 25 years ago? Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, and so then it's like, yeah, it probably is Peter Weller from 25 years ago. So, um. Yeah, this is him sort of pretty much in the, you know, the the final arc of the movie after he's copped an absolute fragging, basically. So it's very, very detailed. Excellent. It's so a... Robocop is probably one of the best comedies ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it really is. I loved it. Oh, yeah. there you go. <laughs> well, if you loved it, then you can now own it in uh, Hot Toys form. Not going to happen. Not going to happen? No. No. All right. Um. Moving on, then uh, some Game of Thrones from Dark Horse. We have seen, uh, first of all, a uh, Bram and Hodor. Is this a statue? Yeah, it's that kind of weird eight-inch series that doesn't feature any articulation. I okay. think Carl, Carl Drogo was, was one of the first they did. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, that's a beautiful statue. I mean, like, it, just in terms of the um, fabric 
you know, what they've done, I assume it's all sculpted, but it, mm. you know, it, you have to kind of stop and look, is that fabric or is that, um, sculpting? Uh, and you know, I, these are very popular, um, characters. So I suspect that people will be excited to see those. Uh, and then we also, um, saw, uh, Tywin Lannister, Joffrey, and Peter Littlefinger Baelish. Do you think, given how much everyone despises, you know, the king, mm-hmm. I mean, Joffrey was just universally loathed. Can mm-hmm. you see people actually spending money on an action figure? Like, do you really want a yes, character? Yes, people you... love to hate. Okay. People love to hate. Mm. This one's nine inches know. tall. <laughs> what, what did you say? Someone else? No, I said, yeah, they'll buy him completely. Yeah, they'll buy him, for sure. Um, there's no um, purple-faced dying variant spoilers um, yet. You just, look, you just look at Hodor, and he just doesn't look like the guy that can just drop some gnarly fat beats, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so this is the Dark Horse one. This is different from the Funko yes, legacy yes. stuff. I find it hard to keep track of them. Yes, I believe these are sort of like um, in the the eight inch scale, and they're resin. So okay, they're not quite a sort of like a, a porcelain Bowen statue type thing, sort of somewhere in between. Cool. Well, then from something that um I well not for me I think looks quite great to something that I am on record as saying I don't understand and I think looks gross. Um, that. Uh, it's proof that Sufubi can even make Groot look bad. Um, <laughs> so Funko, uh, oh, sorry, we are entering the obligatory Funko section of the news and the podcast. Um, not sponsored by Funko, hint, hint, Funko. Um, they don't need our help, let's face it. So we're going to get a zillion, it looks like, different Groots in Sufubi, and the kind of normal brown ones look okay, but then we've got the kind of, I don't get this. Yeah. I don't get it. It's kind of weird, isn't it? It's kind of translucent. I don't like it. Looks like carnival glass. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's supposed to be, right? Like, it's, <laughs> that's what it's supposed to be. And, um, there you go. I mean, it's, it's not about me, but if it was, I'd cancel it. It's terrible. <laughs> Good call, man. What did you make in the first place then? Sorry? Oh, if you're going to make it and then cancel it. No, I mean, like, if, if I, if I took over, I'd go, no, we're not making those. I look dumb. Uh, okay. There you go. Um, just something that I think looks fun. Uh, we're going to get a second series of reaction alien figures and then a first series of pulp fiction figures. So the, the alien figures, like, this is, uh, cool. You know, I'm on, on the fence about reaction, but I actually think these look fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to get a Ripley in the spacesuit and, uh, uh, an alien. What's, what's special about that alien? Is it just an alien or? Um, no, I mean, it just looks like a you know, variation of existing things. Okay. And then we're going to get two canes. We're going to get cane with face hugger and then cane with chest burster. <laughs> yep. Yep. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that alien has two right arms. Does two. I oh, think from right the original hand. in the original designs they actually had six fingers, so their hands didn't look like a left or a right. They actually their hands were identical. These yeah. need little doors on the back of the card so that you can pop the figure out and then pop it back in again. Yeah, that's yeah. my big complaint. The sliding card in and out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
get on that. Yeah, but yeah, you know, it's interesting because I, I mean, I've said that before, and I've said it uh, online as well, and not everybody agrees. You know, like some people, um, you know, to me, they they're not uh, detailed enough toys to stand up on their own. You know, the mm. pa- to me, the packaging is actually part of it. It's that whole kind of vintage thing. And so I would like something that I could actually take the tray out and look at it, but then put it back in the vintage packaging. Mm. And I think that the rip-off card is a fail. But, yeah. you know, not everybody agrees. And obviously, this line seems to be doing great things. It certainly seems to be being purchased, so that's a good thing. Well, that's right. Yeah. I actually went over to a friend's place the other day, and he's a big movie fan. Uh, not so much a comic fan, but a movie fan. And he had about eight of them. Well. Wow. So he had Predator and Alien and Rocketeer. Wow. And there you so. go. Good. Yeah. Um, well, if he's a fan of Pulp Fiction, then soon he'll be able to add that. So we are getting, looks like, Vincent Vega, Jules, Mia Wallace, and Jimmy Divick. Um, hmm. And, uh, hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I think they look like crap. Anyway. Uh, but there you go. The, I wonder uh, who's obviously. going to be in series two. I don't know. <laughs> why if they called it series one? I mean, it's really what you know. Are you hanging out for a Winston Wolf or? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. See, Alien. Ellis Wallace. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah, that's the right. Gimp. The Gimp. <laughs> yeah. Alien to me, I think one of the reasons why I like those is because that is the kind of vintage of movie where if toys had been made at that time for those, that's what we would have gotten. Yeah, you know, like true. that, and so whereas something like Pulp Fiction, you kind of go, yeah, I don't know, but there you go. Mm. Th- that I think this, I don't know, the Funko approach just seems to be, let's have a million ideas, and then we'll, you know, get licenses and just make those in every form. Yeah, yeah, true. So pretty much the Funko Pop. Yeah. Yeah. Approach. Yeah, and you know that seems to be working for them, so good on them. Um. Now, speaking of let's just do everything and let's do it in more ways, um, <laughs> the uh, Pocket Pop tins are a new thing. So these are mini um, pops. They're 1.5 inches tall, and they are coming in sets of three in a little uh, collectible metal tin. So there's so far we see a DC one with Batman, Joker, Harley, a Game of Thrones one, um, a, a Walking Dead one um, with... Oh, is this a little girl? Gross. That's, <laughs> that's um, pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, know? like, oh, you know, okay. we'll do We'll do Daryl, you know. We'll <laughs> and the creepy little girl from Rick the very beginning the of the show. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the creepy And then My Little Pony. Um, so, okay. there you go. Oh, and Frozen. Frozen. Gosh. So, again, hey, why not? Well, that's wrong. Yeah. So is, yeah. is Funko really just an exercise in rampant capitalism and, you know, mm-hmm. just see what, what sticks and, and then keep going? Uh, this is what I wonder. I, I think that – I think it's all great as long as what they're doing is actually sustainable. I just have this – you know, I hope one day it doesn't just all fall over because mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't – there's no restraint – you know, like, but I think that they've obviously they've got such a market. They're everywhere think, you turn. So I think it's interesting doing the tin. Uh, I'm sort of looking at the tins and going, they look really good. I can't imagine I'd actually take them out and line them up under my monitor. I think I'd want to just leave them in the tin. Hmm. 
Mm. Yeah, I think that's the idea. I mean, they're not going to be big. If you think those are 1.5 inches tall each, yeah, well, so, right. you know, they're not going to be big. Um, yeah, it's probably so, four inches high. So. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, nice little gift. Truth, yeah. You know, like yeah. That, uh, nice little gift. Um, because, My tadpoles would love the frozen one. <laughs> uh, yeah, mine too. Um, although I've banned that song from the universe. So. <laughs> Every father has. Oh, God. It's like, no. Um, and then finally, um, Hallmark. Now, I don't know that we've ever actually covered the Hallmark ornaments on this show before. Anyone? Uh, don't know? Well, if not, this is the first time. And <clears throat> there are some interesting uh, things here. The, the, the Christmas Hallmark ornaments, are, I you know, think, are you know, a funny little entity in themselves. And alongside your Linda Carter, Wonder Woman, and your... Uh, Cesar Romero, Joker, and stuff. You can also have an ornament of the death of Spock from Wrath of Khan. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It took, took me a second to realize that's what it was. I thought it was them just doing like a, like no, a no, you no. complete me. No, no, that's right. No, no. You know, which that, that always puts me in a festive mood. Vulcans melting, you know. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah. Like with earworms. Yeah. Celebrate by watching my friend die of radiation poisoning. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, that ever festive thing, the predator ornament, which <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, wow. Uh, then there, there's, you know, kind of a fairly typical Batman. Uh, the one that I must have, though, is the um, uh, the it's a trap. No, uh, no, no, no. If you if you put that on your Christmas tree, every <laughs> single person that comes to your house during the festive season will walk in, see it, and go, "It's a trap," <laughs> and it will get old really What's fast. What's bad about that? <laughs> I don't know. I, the first just, 50 times, probably not so much. I love Akbar. I would just, I'd buy Akbar anything, so. Um, it makes me hungry. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> You're not allowed to eat Admiral Akbar. It's calamari. <laughs> oh, I had calamari for dinner. It's a tube of tartar sauce in your belt. Anyway, hilarious. Love it. Want it. And, uh, that ends my New York Comic Con armchair coverage news. Hooray! Excellent. Well, maybe we should pick up and keep going with uh, Mr. Justin. I think okay, that picking up and so... keeping going is a great idea. All right. Well, <laughs> sorry, Ron, you have to listen to my voice now for the next 10 or 15 minutes. That's right. My first bit of news is Koto Bikiya. <laughs> nearly got there. <laughs> DC Comics, Street Fighter, Tekken, and more. Look, there is a lot of images here to go through. Um, picked out a few that are really nice. We have the Starfire with a come hither look <laughs> and the hair cascading her body, an ample bazoom. <laughs> we have uh, She Hulk, who's looking mighty impressive. There also seems to be another Batman specific. But we don't have enough of those lines coming out. Also, a Justice League Green Arrow. There's a wasp in a in a picture. So, guys, thoughts? Help me out here. There's a lot of images. The Batman looks beautiful as well. I have to say that She-Hulk is an absolute must-have. <laughs> Yeah. Have it. <laughs> have it. Well, we, we, we did complain last week about the water. She always have to be flexing, so just oh, you know, go back nice. and listen to that again. I am not liking that much at all. No, I like the wasp. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, although that looks pretty good. Yeah, although she's in the look at my ass pose, but <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty much 
the standard for the um, Bishoju, isn't it? Yeah. True. What am I talking about? Mm. Um, it's... I did notice that they are uh, reissuing Batgirl. Um, I think I did know that that was happening. So, you know, that's interesting to, to see that they are going to do some reissues of these because those are early DC Bishojos on the secondary market are really like you can you can't really find them for much under two hundred. Um, so if they are going to bring these out again, I think that's a really good thing for collectors oh. or you know people wanting to get in. Okay, so moving right along, we have uh, basically in the same uh, frame as well. We have. Uh, a rogue statue as well, and you know, an edict should be passed down that rogue should never ever come out of this costume. It's the the green and gold costume. Um, I'm not too sure about the animated head that's a pack in with it. I, I like the the normal head we receive there on the uh, sentinel hand, but ben, she looks like I she's, know you're a rogue. The animated head looks like she's smelling a fart. She looks like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's her own fire. <laughs> I have to say, I actually really like it. I've never been particularly interested in the Koto statues. Um, I've got a couple, but I haven't actually, uh, you know, ever committed to, to getting all the Danger Room sessions or anything like that. And they obviously hadn't done Rogue, so that hadn't really got me enthused about the line. But um, look, I actually really like this. It's uh, yeah, unlike what Justin said. This isn't my favourite Rogue uh, outfit, but it actually does look. Um, really good, but that second head, wow, that's just that's just not working for me at all. No, yeah. not a fan. No, no, that's really quite unfortunate. So the, it's um th- funny. Uh, quite a while ago, they solicited a rogue statue as part of the Danger Room mm. series and cancelled it. And this isn't it. That's right. This is different. Yeah. I like that's the old one better. Anyway. Yeah, uh, look, it's it's um. You know, this is harkens back to some of the early Bowen stuff. Like I think Bowen's first one had her, you know, flying through a, a wall, and so you know the the central thing's hardly inspiring. It's hardly new, but um, oh look, you know, it is what it is, and if I can get it for a deal, I probably will. So there you go. All right, cool. Okay, so our next bit of news is from Diamond Select. We have Marvel Minimates Wave sixty. 60. Which is yeah, pretty impressive in itself, and it is the uh, the uh, green and blue uh, X Men stage of the nineties, I guess you could call it. And there's a few variant packing heads there. It looks like you get. I don't know if this is just like an interchangeable head, but I guess if you buy the pack, you can change the uniforms out with no problems. There's a forge head packed in with Wolverine. Uh, That's actually Silo pretty cool. Storm. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, Everyone's I mean, favorite Gambit with. Uh, yeah, that's really cool because you can swap the you can swap the heads of Storm and Forge and have like transgender Forge. <laughs> what I what I really like is the Blob figure it comes with uh, two little parts where you can add in take off the legs and add in flesh, flesh mm. legs and nice. arms. It's uh, pretty impressive. But there's Pyro Avalanche as well and Destiny. Uh, Destiny, yeah. Destiny is in the background there. That's got to be so. the first Destiny collectible. It's <laughs> right, surely. <laughs> And you even get a um a swap out torso for Avalanche, so you can have that sort of more traditional costume. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about Banshee. I'm, I'm a Banshee fan. I've always been. A, I've always loved that character. Said no one ever. Me, <laughs> me, me, me. <laughs> you can even um, you can even swap out Forge's um, bionic leg. Yeah, yeah. That's very clever. Very impressive. Hmm, that's really quite nifty. There Why are is there trillion... two Jubilee heads? 
glasses up and glasses down sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, now that you mention it. Mm. Mm. It's, anyway, um, Wave 60's pretty impressive. It is, and it's particularly impressive when, you know, DC couldn't get their... DC Direct, you know, did started on the Minimax line, which were done produced by Art Asylum as well, so same mm. deal, and uh, they didn't make it, you know, past a yeah. you know, couple years. Mm. No mm. idea why. I don't understand. <laughs> Look, I don't understand why Marvel can do this successfully for this long and DC couldn't. Yeah, yeah. All right, Justin, we've been waiting. Yeah, we we've been waiting. Let's get Sit to down. it. Here he comes. Here he comes. <laughs> As it goes, six-inch scale Judge Dredd and uh, <laughs> probably die and go to heaven now. This is a, it's a work of art. It belongs in a museum. That's how good it is. <laughs> uh, Judge Dredd and all his glory and reading for the forums as well and news on him. Um, there is talk of that the Lawmaster may be coming out as well. Sweet. So it's his uh, bike to sit on. It's uh, every, every bit of the news is good. Um, I... The only thing, the only little niggle is the eagle shoulder pad. I wish it was more with the older style, with the more um, wing segregation, I guess, if you call it. But apart from that, I mean, it's it's beautiful. There's just they've no pleasing it. you, is there? There's just <laughs> no pleasing you. It's just that. So demanding. But, uh, wow. He's got camel toe. So this is um, this oh, is does t- oh my yeah <laughs> eyes up here, gentlemen. What on earth? <laughs> I think I'm more disturbed the fact that you know it actually stood out to Adam. Yeah, well, it's like David Bowie's cod piece in Labyrinth. Mm. It's unfortunate. I think it's reflective of the uh, golden stand. That is like a serious mangina happening there. <laughs> you? Wow! It's terrible. Shouldn't talk about the judge like that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this is actually this new line from Mezco where it's six inch but features sort of real cloth. It's like that mixed media kind of thing happening instead of being a um, you know a molded figure. It actually features well, I mean you know I'd say it's fake leather or some kind of spandex. We mm. um, this is the follow up figure to the the Dark Knight Batman yes. figure that we saw yeah. in San Diego in the two different colours. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I mean, look, they're fairly pricey. You're looking at sort of $50 for something like this. I don't know how much Dread's actually going to be. But, um, you know, look, I think if this works, it's the future. Um, you know, if you yes. if you can't sell large quantities of $20 figures mm-hmm. to fans, then maybe you should aim at selling a few less units and up the quality and sell them for 50 bucks. I think this is absolutely beautiful. And, look, I'm not a big Judge Dredd fan, but I would buy this. Just you know, because I think it's so iconic, and mm. um, you know, camel toe aside, it's then that's mostly lighting, isn't it? Yeah, there's a it very is. odd, there's say. a very odd glow. Um, <laughs> coming out of his backside. Yeah, it's disturbing. No respect. <laughs> but I remember when um, when we were bombarded in the early '80s with federal comics and uh, Murray publications from memory mm. that um actual judge dread received a tv commercial like uh, he must have been hugely popular at that stage we're talking maybe 82 or 83 and uh that's where i was my first introduction to him went off to the news agents and thought, oh that's that character on tv and when i opened and read it it was something very different <laughs> than <I'd seen> before. <laughs> so you could actually buy judge dread at the news agent definitely yeah. Isn't you it, programs isn't it sad? Like, isn't that that? You know, I think about how I got all my first comics, and it was just like at this on the spinner rack at Seven Eleven, and mm. that's sad. 
Mm. Uh, just a follow-up. A follow-up to Dread. Um, this is Mezco partnering with um, 112 Collective, they're called, and um, Batman's up for pre-order for $65, so it'll be interesting to see if Dread comes in at the same price or it's mm. kind of, you know, specific to the effort that went into it. Yeah. I already looked around to see if there's any pre-orders, but there none existing at this time. I can <laughs> rest assured, I've looked everywhere. <laughs> you've, um, so you've pre-pre-ordered in your mind, right? Yeah. Like in your heart, you've bought it. Yeah. You're just waiting to be able to buy it. <laughs> anybody pre Sorry, has anybody pre-ordered the Batman just out of interest? I'm, I hover. Uh, I've been hovering, but I, I haven't committed. But now, like, I feel like Dread will need someone to talk to after mm. a hard work day. And you can also set up one of the classic covers from mm. uh, Dread versus Batman. Truth. I feel I feel just for research purposes you know as a, as a toy journalist mm-hmm. that I have a responsibility to buy that Batman just so that I can you know provide commentary on whether or not other people should. Not True. that you want it at all. Sorry? Not that you want it at all. No. I'm actually not like I'm every time I look at it I've I've been hovering too and every time I look at it I'm kind of like oh, I can't decide if I actually like this or not. Yeah, it's nice but is it $65 nice uh, and yeah, so it could be nice to actually see the packaging. Yeah, I think also it's partly because it's Dark Knight. Like I'm not, that's not my Batman, you know. And so I, if if it was a more classic one, I probably would have already. But because it's Dark Knight, I'm kind of thinking, I wonder if 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 they do other Batman, then I probably wouldn't want this. It's a pretty bold choice to go with Dark Knight it's because you bold. are, you know. Maybe I'll just wait for Judge Dredd. Yeah. Instead of going for a more iconic Batman that you're yeah. guaranteed to sell. Yeah. Mm. Well, maybe I'll just wait for Judge Dredd and make Judge Dredd my first one. <laughs> anyway. Justin for the review. All right. Oh, I Speaking. would never dream to try and take the review away from you. I just want the toy. Anyway, go on. Go on. Go on. Speaking of Joe. That, uh, yeah, and the the hits keep coming. Pop Culture Shock. We have Mortal Kombat, Judge Dredd on Lawmaster, Street Fighter, and Masters of the Universe statues. But let's not worry about any of that and go straight to <laughs> Judge Dredd on Lawmaster. <laughs> um, superb. I, I I weep at what the price would be, but it is if the other if the other um, scale was a work of art, this is a priceless work of art. <laughs> I think for years we've been waiting for uh, Jed to be on a law, on his lawmaster in some form or the other, and um, <sighs> here he is, <laughs> head down, smoke coming out of the tires, launching into action. What um, I really like about this is they haven't tried to dial down the cartooniness of the comic. They've just gone with the traditional. Yeah. yeah, and it just, sets it off with the with the with the bike, the tires, yeah. the cartoonish tires, oversized uh, mufflers, and the rest of it. It's just it's outstanding. I, I, I hate actually, to think of the price. <laughs> well, I haven't actually seen what scale it is. I'm trying. I'm looking at some of the pictures. You know, with someone standing behind it, trying to work out if it's quarter scale. Because if it's quarter scale, it's a big statue. Yeah, mm. judging by the people in the background, that's what it looks like. Hey, look, pop culture shock stuff is is not horribly overpriced. So, you know, I'm sure you'd be looking at 499 or something like that. No. Um, does it actually help, Justin, if I tell you that the um, the headlights light up? Sold. There's also a Batman in this in this yes in this news as well that is is beautiful and looks like it has a light up uh, bat symbol as a base. Um, Batman leaping into action with a beautifully sculpted cape as well. I so, think this is actually really important because um, this is Pop Culture Shock getting the DC license correct. and mm. the first thing they've done is produced a one-quarter scale Batman statue and um, I think they've done a bad job. Oh, I think it's mm. beautiful. 
As we said, here we are. Yeah, it's it's not mixed media like the sideshow stuff, but I mean, if this is quarter scale, um, you know, if if we're going to get more DC characters, they could be, um, you know, hey, if they do a Green Lantern, yeah, Th- that uh, Street Fighter one or what's the one on top? Is that Street Fighter? Uh, yes. In, um, what's his name? Uh, about it, Liu Kang. Oh, Liu Kang from uh, Mortal Kombat. Oh, Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. The closest I'll ever get to a Shang Chi statue. Oh, true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel I don't know that that is not actually fantastic uh, rendering of anatomy. Just I don't know when I look at that, I'm like, really? To, to... That's what I look like without my shirt. <laughs> 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 uh, pretty close. Okay, yeah. but you actually have the fire in your pants rather than. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about the sumo guy. <laughs> uh, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> And is that E. Honda? Is that his name? Yeah. Ed, Edmund Honda, it is Edmund indeed. Honda. And imagine the price on that if you're going mm. by mass, because um, Edmund be Honda. Honda is not a small chap um, from Street Fighter, and that's a whole lot of statue. Keeping yeah. in mind, these are quarter scales, so yeah. that's, um, that's pretty monstrous. So we've seen um, Edmund Honda from Street Fighter. We've seen Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. Um, I always used to play Liu Kang just because it sounded really cool when you chose him. Liu Kang. The voiceover guy, you got Liu Kang. Anyway, <laughs> that's just me. And, like, his finishing movie could turn him into a dragon and he'd bite people in half, but anyway, I'm old. <clears throat> and we're continuing Master of the Universe. Continuing on. Um, there's been Toy Guru's been busy this week. There's been a lot of uh, videos posted online. Blah, uh, blah. Haven't really <laughs> been going through them too much. It just seems like a scared sort of squirrel caught in the headlights as he goes on. But uh, they've announced that. The I think he's watch- sorry, I think he's watching his career flash before his eyes. That's usually. <laughs> yeah. mm. Go on. Have a roadmap planned out after <laughs> Master of the Universe. Anyway, mm. uh, the variant is the King. Grayskull figure with the spirit of King Grayskull um, released as a chase figure. So I don't know what to say about that. That's the way they released the um, the line in the first place. He was released at um, San Diego in 2008. Uh, the line, brother, was released in 2008 with uh, King Grayskull. And I thought, even then, I, I remember posting, what a shitty way to start this line. <laughs> but uh, there he is. Um, I don't know if it's a bonus for anyone. I guess if people missed out on that first uh, thing, but it's not the actual. He's very green. Yeah, he's very green and statuey, I guess, like. But He man. looks like one of those little things that, you know, you carve out of jade. Yeah. He looks shit is what he looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. I meant that, that, that's in. I'm not trying to be polite at all. No, I mean, I wasn't trying to be polite. I just thought that was assumed. Like. Yeah. Can, can I just uh, say, you know, there are, are three major shows every year. And, you know, the New York Toy Fair, San Diego Comic Con, and the New York Comic Con. And for a company whose motto is where the collector is king, you know, you don't even bother turning up. And this is the best you can do. You, you put out a couple of videos of this nerd talking about a couple of new <laughs> Masters of the Universe feats. <laughs> um, I mean, to really. be fair, to, sorry, to be fair, I I would think these companies actually have to pay to be at these things. Oh, no doubt. And the, and so and 
there it could be it, it's very expensive uh, because it's not just the space it is the people you know etc and so yep, yep. it may be because i mean i know from just the bits that we do on a, on a much smaller scale that like we are all in the wrong business we should be running conventions and conferences and whatever because you know when you go to those things you get as a exhibitor you get basically charged for everything except the oxygen in the place because they haven't worked out how to charge for that mm, yet. Mm. And so from a budgetary point of view, they may just have to decide how much they can, you know, do. And it, it isn't a toy thing. It is a com- it's a Comic-Con. But, yep. So, you know. Anyway, not that I'm trying to defend Bloody Mattel. I'm just saying that it might just be a practical thing of they don't have an unlimited budget for these things and so they have to prioritize but all they've done is they put out a video going oh here's an advanced look at some figures you'd be getting anyway oh yeah i'm not trying to defend them i hate them (laughs) (laughs) but no what i'm saying is even if you don't go to new york comic-con you think there might have been some news while everyone else is you know blabbing their latest news they've got nothing left to say ben that's what I mean. You no. think by now they'd have some something cooking. They don't have anything yeah. cooking. This, it, the thing's dead. This is just like the, the final little dying gasps of, you know, a, a good idea that never actually turned into a great one. I know. But when you pay all that money to DC Comics, you think that there would be some new product they've been working on and now would be the time to roll out some teasers or something. Yeah. There must be a whole lot of empty desk space at Mattel. Yeah. Mm. You realize it sounds like you're shooting from like a, I don't know, like imagine like just down in the corner somewhere. <laughs> well, I think it does. Th- these little videos give, you know, merit to what he has said about how small their team is and how small their budget is. Mm. You know, like it is one of the things that I think is uh, unfair about the way that people criticize them is that they. Uh, you know, they don't understand how the machine works, and they assume that there's a lot more money for this than there is. But you know, in the Mattel machine, this it, it is really small potatoes, mm-hmm. um, and so you know they would be pretty limited in their budget. Because seriously, if they had any budget, they wouldn't be putting him in front of a camera. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, enough about them. Yeah. All right. Boom. Let's move on. Yeah, I'm Cheer me up, Justin. <laughs> okay. True Force, six-inch Mega Man X figure. So, uh, uh, yeah. Mega Man was a character from Capcom, I guess, back in the back in the day, in the early Nintendo days. Back in the day. Um, I think there's been some variations to that character. I think there's mm. been some cartoons and a few other things. But uh, here we go. It features 20 points of articulation, interchangeable hands, back thrusters, his X-Buster weapon. He has giant yeah. feet. He does. You know what they say, Batman. He lights up. He's Mega Man. Any comments? <laughs> he's actually got some pretty nifty articulation, given the, um, you know, the odd kind of, um, you know, the odd sort of proportions of his body. Mm. Like he's got those huge boots, etc. He's got some pretty nifty articulation in the knees and stuff like that. Yeah, he can get some, into some pretty uh, nifty uh, poses. If this was DC, say, but... um, if this was DC Direct back in the day, he'd have like five points of articulation. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. No, it's nice if you're into that thing. See how it lines up against the D Arts one from Tamashi. Mm. Uh, there's also a, an ad note <coughs> to that that it, we don't know any further information, and it could go to Kickstarter to get. Uh, oh, to get, mm-hmm. yeah. Now you're doomed. Get up and running. <laughs> 
So, speaking of, I guess Doom. I can move on now to three A, and we've seen a Doctor Doom coming out, and um, yeah, <laughs> I guess the stylized three uh, A collectibles, it's it's pretty good. It's a one six scale figure. Uh, seriously, if you if you, you saw a photo, <laughs> if you just saw that photo at random, mm. would you automatically think, "Oh, that's Doctor Doom"? No way. No, I wouldn't. Like, it no. doesn't even look like Doctor Doom to me. It kind no. of looks a bit like you know some sort of weird um, hybrid of Robot Man from Doom Patrol and maybe <laughs> Hammerstein from ABC Warriors or something. Yeah, I was thinking more like the line if uh, Doctor Who or something like that. Looks a bit cheesy. I think the cape. <laughs> Needs to be a lot greener. The cape was a bit greener. You could sort of have an idea, but nothing about the mask or the shoulder pads says Doctor Doom to me. Mm. I think, given what we saw with the uh, with the Iron Man figures from Three A, it was pretty obvious that this was going to be a stylized line. So, yeah, you know, yeah. this this sort of looks exactly how I would expect a Three A Doctor Doom to look. He has nipples. Yeah, and when you look at it, what's the belt actually doing? <laughs> I mean, if he's, what's it holding up? There must be some heavy shorts. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because normally he actually feeds his cloak through it. Yeah. I Got that little Darth Vader thing happening. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not quite sure who this line is targeting. It's not me. Mm. That's for show. I'm going to buy a second one and then take one of the feet and cut it off and put the duck bill on his face. I know. What is <laughs> wrong like with those kind of feet? Weird. Be like some kind of weird ducktails. <laughs> it's rabbit season. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, you know, look, if you're just stylized figures, I think um, this will complement your Iron Man uh, very nice. And it'll certainly be interesting to see how this line goes when they start actually doing characters that actually have um, portraits. Like when you actually have to sculpt a, you know, a, an actual person's face like Wolverine, um, I'll be keen to sort of see how they tackle that. I don't think there's been any announcement as to who's next, have they? No, not that I could find. Mm. I don't care. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, that's my bit of news, and sorry for everyone who's had to listen to my voice, and I fumbled through that beautifully. <laughs> I think you did a great job, Justin. Absolutely. Yep. Thank you. All right, well, that wraps up the first half of our articulated news, and we'll be right back with the next instalment of the AFB podcast game, and name that. Hey, boys and girls, how y'all doing? This is John. I'm back with another installment of Name That. And last time I left, we played this thrilling sound. Toys are back! You can find yours in a McDonald's Happy Meal. Well, if you know me on Twitter or on Facebook, you know that I'm a hockey fan because the pictures I use as my avatar on both of those are me in a Red Wings jersey with my my puppy Brinkley, and he is in a Red Wings jersey as well because we have jerseys for all of our puppies. And as you can imagine, growing up in Michigan, I'm a Wings fan. So I thought I would go something appropriate and came across this little gem of a sound, and Hellbot figured out that it was a Canadian McDonald's Happy Meal commercial, but he said it was an NHL commercial, and it actually wasn't. It was a Zamboni toy commercial, and I really want to track some of these down. Now, I know some of you out there in the world are probably wondering what a Zamboni is, and it's kind of... um 
a name that is synonymous with uh, the machine that's used to resurface um, the ice at hockey rinks and ice skating rinks and that kind of thing. Uh, they aren't all that brand, but pretty much most of them in the world are. So um, all the big professional rinks use Zambonis, and uh, it's kind of a big deal. So anyway, that's what it is. Um, if you guys were out there and guessed that one, uh, like I said, Hellbot got part of it, and then Lukey Luke chimed in with the Zamboni part, so both of them got points in the forum, and uh, Hyperion got a point as well because he threw in some cool McDonald's uh, Canada Muppets stuff that I hadn't seen uh, related to hockey. So everybody got points this week just because I was in a generous kind of mood, and we will move on because we obviously have a new sound right here. As out exploring the hidden valley, he spots an member trapped high on a ledge. He must get a message back to base. Quickly, assembles his action pack as But wait, the mountain is rumbling. A rock slide. Will get through in time? Yes, but only just. Suddenly, roadblock. He'll have to take his chances in the river. One more time for good measure. As out exploring the hidden valley, he spots an member trapped high on a ledge. He must get a message back to base. Quickly, assembles his action pack as But wait, the mountain is rumbling. A rock slide. Will get through in time? Yes, but only just. Suddenly, roadblock. He'll have to take his chances in the river. You guys know how this is done by now. You listen to the sound, you come over to afbforum.com and make guess in the thread for name that. You get a guess. I tell you if you're right or wrong, and if you get it right, you get points. If you get enough points, then you can get cool stuff like uh, Ben's autograph. Or maybe Scott's autograph. Or maybe you can get Ben's autograph on Scott, but that'd be weird. So don't sign up for that one. Or if you'd rather play the picture version, come on over to TVandFilmToys.com on Tuesdays and Thursdays when we do that. So until next time, this is Engineer Nerd saying keep your stick on the ice. It's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. These might be new releases, or we might talk about favourite or bizarre items from our collection. And I assume this is a very new release, Mr. Scotty? It certainly is. Well, um, it's new to me anyway. Uh, <laughs> I am reviewing the Sideshow Batman 1-6 scale... Sideshow... Man, that must be a limited edition. It is. Yeah, I'm the only one that's got it. Holy dooling. Okay, here we go. Five, four, three. Doesn't build well, does it? Uh, yes, it is new. It is the Sideshow Batman 1-6 scale figure. Uh, this is the exclusive version, which I received uh, last week. And this is, to me, been I've been waiting for this as the real, I guess, test of the Sideshow 1-6 um, scale DC line. Um, I was a, a collector of the DC Direct 13-inch uh, figures in the same vein. Um, and, uh, you know, to me, 
in any line, your major characters are going to define how well it is. And we had some you know, good figures in that. I think the 13-inch idea was a mistake. Um, but when they got to Wonder Woman and it was the giant pile of crap that it was, it pretty much killed the line. And so I've been waiting. Uh, well, we, we've had three good releases. The, you know, Joker is a brilliant figure. Um, Harley and Catwoman both fantastic. Uh, obviously, you know your your central characters are gonna de- you know define this. So I've really been hanging out for this Batman, and I'm very pleased to say that um, I, I'm just in love with this figure. Um, it is uh, the main concern that I had uh, going into it from the promotional. Uh, the, uh, what I'm trying to say, five, God, four, three. <laughs> the main concern I had going into this, just from photos, etc., was proportion, because I felt like perhaps his head uh, was a little bit big, and partly this is kind of one of those figures I think that just looks a lot better in person than it does in photos. And when I did my own photos, I found it hard to kind of photograph it in a way that showed the proportion, um, which really is much nicer, uh, in person than I expected it to be. Um, the, the, uh, arms of this, you know, look a little bit short, particularly with fists, etc. Uh, but when you kind of get some posing and things happening, um, you know, it's really lovely. Um, so I'll just kind of run through the normal um, Toy of the Week things here. This is a 2014 release and acquisition. It is a 1-6 scale figure. Um, this is going to run you around $200 USD. And at the time of recording, the Sideshow exclusive version is still available on the Sideshow website. So uh, if you feel inclined after listening to this to own it, go and order it now. Um, and why not click through to Sideshow on the Action Figure Blues uh, website? That would be awesome. Um, this is, the packaging is the uh, box with trays. Um, the the styling, it's interesting, we've talked about with the DC Premium formats, how they don't really seem to have any consistent style to them. Every box is just kind of different in its own thing. Um, these so far really work together well as a set. So they're, the background is kind of black. On the front, it's just got the character's name and logo. On the back, it's got some stylized art based on the figure. And then uh, inside, there's a, a nice bit of art covering up the, the toy. Um, so I, I, know, I hadn't really thought about that until I was uh, doing these photos and then thought, oh, good, they are you know keeping this consistent, which is great. Um, It is very collector-friendly in that we've got two trays happening, one with Batman and the extra portraits, and then one with all the gear. The only thing that's not really collector-friendly about it is that, and I suppose it's very hard because some of the pieces to this are so small, um, but once you uh, take the protective little cover off the tray of the accessories, basically if you breathe or, you know, sneeze or whatever, good luck trying to get all them back together. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I had quite a pack-up job when I was done from that, but that's partly just because of the nice little bits that they've provided. Um, this is a... Uh, Andy Brookholtz has been doing a lot of the sculpting of the heads of these, and then there's obviously other people involved. Um on the sculpt side, there are there's three portraits to the exclusive figure. There is a short ears with a kind of neutral expression. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are long ears with an expression that I find hard to define. 
Um, because I think it's meant to be angry, but sometimes it looks like scared, mm. and sometimes it looks like constipated. Um, it actually grew on me. Like when I first, you know, opened it and looked at that one, I thought, yeah, this is a fail. Um, but when I, when I, uh, got some posing happening, then it does kind of work for, um, some poses, but I don't know. It's just not, he's kind of got his teeth gritted. There's a lot of teeth happening and it's, it's not, it's not perfect. Um, definitely my least favorite of the portraits. And then the final portrait, which is the exclusive, uh, is what they call brawl damage. Um, <laughs> And uh, that's actually quite nice. It's got some. I've got some close-up photos of it in that photo album, where you can see like it's got. You know, he's got the kind of bruised you know, upper lip, a little bit of blood happening from being punched around. But then also, uh, when you look at the sides of the cowl, um, there are. You know, there's some kind of rips and um, scratches, and uh, it, it's quite quite good looking. Um, you know, real really good detail. The only thing about it is that. Because the rest of the figure is not battle damaged, um, it's like you know battle damage, but only to the head. So mm-hmm. it doesn't. That's doesn't, a good point. Yeah, it doesn't gel perfectly, um, but it is actually you know, really good looking. I, I personally wouldn't choose to display that. I'm, I'm going to display it with the short ears, um, uh, neutral expression, even though I'm actually more of a long ears fan. Yeah. Um, but just like that kind of. Look that he's got space in the in the um, other one is just kind of too extreme. Um, so then also on the sculpting, um, we've got uh, the a number of different hands etc. Um, and I'll talk about those in a moment, but they're really nicely done. He has got uh, the um, sleeves of his gloves are um, sculpted pieces that are not attached; they sit over the arm, but that actually gives, uh, but the hands, you know, are swappable and, um, it actually gives it a lot more flexibility in terms of posing, etc., because they're not actually attached. Um, one thing that I noticed about this with, you know, different heads and then quite a number of different hands and things to put on is that they are really easy, uh, to swap around. So mm. sometimes that can be, you know, a real challenge. You kind of think, well, I'm, I'm afraid to even, you know, mm. swap this around just to to take photos of it because I'm worried it's going to break or I'm never going to be able to get it back on. But um, that is obviously in construction. That's really nicely done. The hands are really easy to get on and off. Head is pretty easy. Um, so good job there. Um, the proportions of this, you know, the body, etc., really are great. You know, one of the things that um, to me I think was a real drawback of the DC Direct ones was the 13 inch scale which by the way was alex ross's idea yeah, ever, yeah like you know because he knows so much about action figures <laughs> he was like oh why do them in 12 inch i think you should do them in 13 inch and they said oh okay alex <laughs> um <laughs> so and it made them a little bit not as easy to pose etc like you know they, they had pretty good articulation but um getting good poses out of them was a bit difficult um the proportions here really are just they're just right um, we've got some really nice, you know, the kind of standard articulation for a one-six scale, um, but the uh, the the feet, ankles are um, got your ankle rockers and ball joints happening, and uh, makes it really easy. You do not need a stand um, for this guy, and I'll talk about my little altercation with the stand in a moment. Um, <laughs> 
<coughs> actually it wasn't little, it was quite big. Um, there were tears. The, but you don't need the stand. You know, this is not going to fall over. Um, you can do a lot of different poses with this without needing the stand. Um, and, uh, yeah, really quite, um, flexible. So then, in terms of, oh, sorry, still on gear before I get to accessories, we've got the cloth, um, you know, bodysuit, um, trunks, and then the cape. The cape's lovely. Um, it's really easy to manipulate, so he can have it over his shoulders, you know, have it, you know, off the shoulder. Um, it's, it's really well constructed. Um, is there, sorry, is there any wire in it? Nope. Okay. No, none. Um, but it's it, the way that they've. Uh, it feels like something that they've put a lot of thought into to make it work because um, it is. It's. It's doesn't feel in the way. Um, it's not overly heavy. Um, it is. It's fabric. It looks. But when you kind of stand back from it, it almost has a kind of leathery look to it. But it is fabric, and uh, they, they've just done a great job with it. It's really flexible. A um, little bit of issue with around the seam of it at the top of his neck with a little bit of fraying um, that kind of probably doesn't show up in the photo but is visible when you turn them around, etc. So I may ultimately have to kind of take some little scissors to it just to kind of get rid of those little bits because they'll bug me. Um, sure. But, you know, beautiful, beautiful job. Really nicely done. Um and then the fabric on his uh, of his costume is just done perfectly. The sculpt in terms of his musculature, etc. Um, he's got huge biceps, mm. um, and it does actually take a little. When you get him out of the pack, it takes a little bit of twisting around to actually get them in a position that looks natural and makes it easy to pose. Um, Looking in a mirror. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was just, just like the time I took you out of the box, bin for sure. Um, but you know, really, really nicely done. And then, final bit before we get to accessories is his belt. Um, his belt is fabric. It has got a lot of detail in it. It does ride up a little bit, so I, I kind of had quite a few like photos that were fine. But then you look back at it and go, "Oh, damn it!" He's like, um, uh, belt is around his nipples. That's not good. Um, <laughs> so that's just something to kind of be mindful of, but really nice. And then we get to the accessories, and oh my, there are so so many. Um, so we've, I've already talked about the the three heads. I already talked about the belt. Um, <clears throat> then he's got three. He's got. It's funny. The accessories say one batarang and three bat shurikens. Um, mm-hmm. I have to say I couldn't really tell the difference between them. In the packaging, it just looked like kind of four different size um, batarangs, but you know, really nice, not not break, not very breakable. Like sometimes the batarangs that that you get kind of you know fold the moment that you try to pose them, etc. But it's really nice. Uh, a grapple hook gun, um, so many hands. So there are all up, including the ones that he's got on. He comes with nine hands. So it's got four different sets of hands from uh, fists to um, you know fingers extended, which they, those are still uh, posable, like you can mold them, to holding uh, – God, I can't even remember what the other set is. And then he also has one extra uh, right hand with a kryptonite ring on it. Mm-hmm. And they've actually done – when you look at the paint – of this, they've done a really clever thing with it. At first, when I looked at it, I thought it was an error. Like, oh, they've, you know, the green of this um, ring has been slopped all over the hand. But then when you actually look at it in more detail, they've done that deliberately to kind of show, like, the glow of it on his hand. 
Yeah. So he's got it, you know, on his fist, and he's got the ring on his middle finger, <clears throat> and there's green on the um, on the actual ring. But then they've painted some green around um, his fist to kind of show the glow of it, which you know makes it actually an effect as opposed to something that you wouldn't really notice. So mm. I think, assuming that that wasn't a mistake. <laughs> Which I do think I'm. I'm saying, wow, this is great, and it could, this could be a mistake, but I don't think it is. I think it was deliberate. Um, it's actually very clever. Um, and then on top of that, uh, he comes with a support base. Now, I, I didn't take a photo of my stand fail, but essentially, he comes with two bases. He comes with the kind of standard, um, you know, crotch grabber base that Sideshow likes to do with these. But then he comes with an extended base that I think you can actually use for like um you know flying poses or jumping poses and that sort of thing. But they actually come like packaged together. So in order to use the the tall base, you actually have to have it attached to the little support base. So it took me quite a while to realize that the little support base could actually come out if you wanted him standing on the base. Because when I first put it all together and then set him on the little crotch grabber, he's like, you know, five inches off the base. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, surely this is not right. (laughs) And just, you know, I'm not very mechanical. It was late. (laughs) But I, I tried, and I couldn't kind of work out how to take it apart. So I actually was on the... Sideshow Freaks forum, you know, <laughs> trolling through um, hundreds of pages of, I'm sorry, guys, you're just illiterate, um, you know, <laughs> of, like, really bad English um, to try, and, and couldn't find anything about it. So then I was sad because the English language is dying and people are dumb, and then I finally realized that it was two pieces that came apart. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was just like this enormous, like enormous fail. I even asked um, my eldest. I was like, "Can you work out how to do this?" Because now that now that she's thirteen, like, she's actually the most knowledgeable and capable person in our family. Um, if any, if there's ever any disagreement of you know a recollection or whatever, we will default to hers because she's just always right. And so, <laughs> so I'm not. And that's not sarcasm. That's just truth. Um, so I went out to her and I was like, can you help me with this? And she, even she couldn't do it. So it was hard. It need, just needed a little bit of instructions. You know? Like, you know how the Superman premium format came with, like, this whole pictogram of how to put it together? Yes, yes. Which, so was, was, yeah, which was actually partly good because otherwise you would you could yeah. wreck the pain of it. Yeah. This, this, is, this could have benefited from a tiny little diagram. Mm. Um, but it was great. Um so the good thing that I can say about these different portraits is that I actually, as I photographed each one, I really fell in love with it and thought, oh, maybe I need to use this one, etc. Like even the grimacy one that I don't think is super, it's not perfect. Um, it, like in your your fighting poses or whatever, it actually really works. So if you are the kind of person that um, likes to pose and change the pose and, you know, style of your figures or maybe use it in a diorama or whatever, then I think this is a really useful, worthwhile set of portraits. Like, you know, when I first looked at it, I was like, wow, do I really need three Batman heads? Like, I'm just going to display it with one. But um, 
you know, if you're a different, I'm, you know, I'm a set and set and leave, you know, kind of person, yeah. choose it and I'm not going to touch it again. Um, but if you actually like, you know, playing with your toys or rearranging them, then this is awesome. Um, so I, I'm going to look on, on a dolly rating, um, side. The only thing that I'm going to take a point off for is that I don't actually think that that, uh, the long ears head works in like really. And I think it's hard in that, you know, people have a strong preference for how they like their Batman, their, their ears, mm-hmm. you know, like short ears, long ears. Like I, I'm a long ears, you know, Jim Aparo, you know, kind of guy, but I can't actually display the long ears one because the face is actually not great. And I think that's a kind of bummer that you're kind of pushing people into, um, I don't know. I mean, and that's just my kind of personal opinion. Uh, but I, that's the only thing that I'm going to take a point off for is that I don't actually think that the that that one really works. And and I think that, that with the brawl damage one as well, it's kind of like great idea. But in order for it to really work, you almost need like the second body, like the kind of you know Hot Toys look with the whole mm. battle damage thing. And then I think it could be awesome. Um, You've got a pair of scissors, though, right? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. That's right. So if you were highly committed to, you know, the battle damage portrait, then you certainly could do your own battle damage. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, this is great. I'm gonna give it a nine out of ten just because you know I think there's just kind of a couple little issues there, but I think this is a real achievement. I am super happy with it. Um, I hope that uh, the, the kind of other you know, A-list characters are done as well as this. Um, and now prepare yourself for a thousand different variants. I'm sure that the black one is not far behind, yeah. you know, and everything under the sun, but this one will do me just nicely. Thank you. Very nice. Very well done. Well, one thing I think is an interesting design choice is the um, the straight cut cape. Yes, Cut it straight across the bottom because um, I've never been a, a, a huge fan of the um, the wavy, pointy sort uh, of cape. I don't think it is a hundred percent straight. I think there are actually some points. Yeah. So it's a little hard to tell. Let me go back to that one with the. It's just um, not dramatic. It's not dramatic. No, like I think maybe it's just the points at the. And I'm trying to find my photo of the, him. Uh, God, it's just so many photos. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, it, it's not huge points. I think there are a couple, but yeah, I actually, I think the cape's a real achievement. Hmm, groovy. Groovy, groovy. I'm very happy. Oh, well, thank you very much. Pleasure. Well, that wraps up our Toy of the Week, and when we come back, we'll be talking about the new items that we've added to our collections this week. It's the Exploding Bridge with Batmobile and Activator. Batman's included. Pretend Robin is held prisoner. Batman's in the Batmobile. You can send him to the rescue. Imagine the villain uses the comic action activator to stop Batman as he crosses the bridge. He's made it in the nick of time. Set the activator, place Batman on it, and you can send him to the rescue. The Exploding Bridge with Batmobile and Activator comes with Batman from the Comic Action Heroes collection. Robin sold separately from Mego. Well, we're all here because we collect, and Feeding the Addiction is where we take the time to check in with each other and discuss any new acquisitions or pre-orders that we've made. And I'm just going to jump straight ahead to Justin. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, Justin. Prepared. Surprise! <laughs> where? Master of the Universe Classics keeps yeah, on yeah, yeah, rolling yeah. on. i got Rio Blast yeah, uh, and Entrapta, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, some other news I have. Uh, <laughs> I was just looking through pop culture, actually, to 
our sponsors, looking through their uh, website for my daughter to buy her some supernatural um, pop vinyl figures for Christmas because that's what she likes. And on the front page was this uh, statue from Icon Collectibles. It's a fandom 12-inch statue. And uh, I went and uh, pre-ordered it. It was the right. Uh, right price. It's only $129. So I thought, yeah, why not? <laughs> Always been a huge fan of the Phantom. My uncle used to give me Phantom comics when I was a kid. Uh, he used to, he was an avid Phantom reader. So he had stacks and stacks. And I think I inherited 500 or so issues in one go. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, sat down and read them from, from front to back. Um, I've always liked the Phantom, and I didn't want to let this go, so I just went ahead and did it. Um, I've had some correspondence with Icon Collectibles because I wanted to find out a bit more as to if they were going to release any further characters down the road. They've already released a, um, a Ninja Turtles, a uh, Leonardo, and oh. I've had some correspondence, and I'll just wait to read most of the correspondence once um, I actually have the statue in hand, but... I've spoken to the company, and from what I can gather, they're Australian-based. So yeah, yeah, they are. Yep, Icon yeah. is the major uh, distributor distributor yeah. of everything in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, what I wanted to find out was the sculptor and the rest of the details. So I sent them an email mm-hmm. to find mm-hmm. out and just have some information on that as well. So cool. I'll so wait. Proud of you, Justin. So proud. That's Thank right. you. So when you do your toy of the week on this, you can share all that with us. Yeah, and the next thing I've been looking at is that uh, the Daredevil um, premium format statue that's coming out. The Get the, out. The beautiful Daredevil. Have you seen it? Yes. That thing yeah. is a work of art. That's yeah. uh, yeah. very nice. <laughs> yeah. so. Oh, and he's looking at I might have some more news. <laughs> Judge Dredd on his lawmaster. I mean, it's just, mm. oh, he's just going crazy. Yeah. Going crazy. <laughs> that is yeah, slippery slope, buddy. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to uh, collect many, as I say now. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we said to me. Yeah. <laughs> Scott, Scott and I said the same thing. Just, yeah. just two or three, you know, for the that's coffee right. table. And now we have storage <laughs> units that um <laughs> to store the boxes. To store the boxes. <laughs> yeah, that's um. So that's my big news. Sob. Cool. Very good. Every time, yeah, sorry, cool. I have to say, every time that I Google, um, I just like you know searched a picture of that. Uh, Daredevil again to remind myself. I get so thrown because somebody, like when you do a Google Images search for that, somebody has done a, uh, like mock-up from that of a Flash premium format figure, and it looks like a proper, you know, sideshow um, thing, and basically they're just showing like how it could be done, but every time I, you know, I'm like, oh, they're doing Flash! Like, no, they're, not, they're not, not, not yet. So damn you, whoever did that. Yes. All right, Mr. Adam. You're having a quiet week. Yeah. Um, I have received notice that Android 17 is in my pile of loot for Big Bad. Um, so when the Godzilla effect part gets my in my um, pile of loot, hopefully this month, I'll tell them to ship stuff. Nice. And then, I'll, then I'll actually have things in hand to talk about. Yay. Outstanding. You can dominate the addiction. Yep. <laughs> That's the plan. What about you, Mr. Scotty? Just my Batman. Been, Batman. Yeah, been too busy to do yeah, anything fair else. Enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I do I actually have a um, uh, pile of loot uh, that I've just said, please ship to me on the way. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, I had a bit of a win in the last few weeks with the uh, Playmates Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle figures, and I managed to pick up um, Casey Jones, Squirrel Annoyed, and Kirby Bat cool. from, um, from that series, which is pretty good, actually, because um, it seems like the major retailers seem to be abandoning this series now. They went sort of gung-ho and 
now they're just peg warming and so we're seeing um, slower and slower releases of subsequent waves to the point where um, I'm thinking about just getting them from um, online rather than trying to find them in hand because I've, I, mean, I even found, um, uh, I think it was Mutagen Man at my supermarket of all places. So when you yeah. can't get those figures at Toys R Us and you have to get them in the action figure aisle or the toy aisle at the supermarket, it's a bit sad. Yeah. They are um, here in Australia, like in Coles and Woolies, uh, etc. they are around. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, I mean, some retailers just have pegs and pegs of these figures like this, yeah. Yeah. whether they were keeping them in stock because the, the new movie came out. Um, but uh, they're still yeah. here in... Large quantities. Has that movie been and gone? No, it's still around. Sorry. Yeah. Did you see it? Uh, I didn't. No. No. Um, not, I mean, you know, people keep talking about Michael Bay, but it wasn't actually Michael Bay that directed it. So, um, not, not for any reason. I just haven't got around to it. <laughs> so, not to mention the guys on, um, Geek Dudes. Hey guys. Uh, they kind of hammered it. Uh, so they weren't fans at all. But then again, they hate Michael Bay. So. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, if no one has any other items to report, it's time to award another red card to something or someone in the toy universe. What is this, bizarro world? Well, red carded is that uh, time in the podcast where we stop and uh, shake our heads maybe shake our fists at the sky um, and say, <laughs> sometimes, you know, it's rage. Sometimes it's just uh, resigning ourselves to something. And then sometimes it's a bit of a chuckle. And today definitely falls into the chuckle category. So over to you, Ben. Uh, thank you very much, Scott. Um, I think we've mentioned a few times that Frozen is pretty big in some of our households. I know Ugh. in my household it's huge. And uh, the tadpoles love it. And every time I say, hey, does anyone want to watch a movie? I get, you know, frozen, frozen, frozen. It's like we're not watching bloody frozen again. Mm. Um, otherwise, it would just be on repeatedly. And, you know, look, it's um, it's a fun film. It's, uh, you know, catchy tunes and all that sort of thing. So it's not surprising that there is, um, well, there's a lot of merchandise out and about for this. Uh, everything from sort of the Barbie-style dolls right down to PVC figures. Uh, I've even picked some stuff up um for my girls, and, um, you know, when you're going to manufacture products for people, there's a few key things that you need, uh, and I guess one of those is uh, someone to do quality assurance. There's there's somebody that has to sort of sit there at the end of the production line, take a look at the final product that comes out and go, yep, that's fine. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. And occasionally someone decides in order to keep the bottom line uh, as low as possible, they just skip that. And um, so... <laughs> What we ended up with is um, some frozen figures that, uh, wow. Um, <laughs> well, let's just say that um, that that Anna uh, hasn't come out particularly well. Um, so I don't know whether you know the the original mold was defective, or maybe the figures came out and they didn't have a chance to cool properly, and they um, they lost shape. But um, what we ended up with was the um, was the 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 derp. Um, <laughs> Basically, version of frozen merchandise. Uh, we've got um, she, to say she's disfigured is an understatement. In fact, uh, this I would be inclined to say that if I actually had not seen Frozen, I would be more inclined to say that someone has based this on the um, 
Lon Chaney, Hunchback from oh. Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> that's uh, that's what they're going for. They've, they've definitely got a Hunchback um, yeah. feel like going in. Sloth from the Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I got. Yeah. And what's the other dude's name in that movie? I forget. That's um, Hans, isn't it? Hans. No, not Hans, the other one. Um, yeah. I don't know. It looks but, like uh, uh, I'm... I'm uh, the <laughs> <laughs> appearing in your bedroom, appearing in your bus, doesn't he? He's, um, he's on E. He's got a very strong uh, stare he's, going on. He's pinionate of his brain, like Homer when he licks the toe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I, I don't know. I, I think if I bought my girls this, uh, I might get a little bit of um, fight back. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know that they'd be that inclined to take these on. Um, it's it's the therapy you'd be paying for twenty years yeah, from now. I was like, say this and then she had a melting face. And... Um, I don't know whether this is just some sort of you know equal opportunity type. No, thing. it's just a mistake. Mm. What it is is I finally started you know getting to the toys before they're released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, bit of fun. Um, you know, r- random Chinese dodgy manufacturer. Uh, uh, you're going to get our red card of the week. <laughs> it's Long Chaney, I tell you. <laughs> hey, I was um, we Leon and I, are big fans of those um, Christmas laybys. So we put oh, yeah. put away some electric scooters mm. for the kids and went up to make a payment. And there was a lady who had uh, one of these frozen dolls. And um, she had it. It was the last one on the shelf. And it had had some scuff mark where the plastic uh, outer shell was uh, rubbing against the forehead. And she wasn't happy with it, so she was over at the lay-by lady. And the lady's trying to, like, get this off with a cloth and the rest of it. And she can't get it off. And um, all of a sudden, like, two other ladies come up and they go, oh, is that the frozen doll, blah, blah, blah. And they go, oh, look, we don't care if it's got a mark on its head. If, if you don't want it, we'll take it. And she's like, oh, no, no, I didn't say that. <laughs> it was almost uh, like a ball over this last little frozen doll. <laughs> Great. Oh. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Full on, man. My kids, the, my kids are, you know, older, so we have no issues with wanting frozen merchandise. It's just the music. which is, Like, the soundtrack's awesome, and it's very catchy, but it's the kind of stuff that you walk around at work, and you're like, you know, love is an open door. Like, wait, what, what's wrong with me? Why am I saying <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, coming up after that well-deserved fail uh, is our second round of New York Comic Con exclusive news. Indy, over here. Indiana Jones at your service, Toad. Ah! <laughs> Indiana Jones and other action figures new from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, each sold separately. Watch him, Kyber, swordsman. Yeah, watch my swing. Yikes! <laughs> All downhill from here, swordsman. You'll be sorry, Jones. Tricky again, Toad. Indiana Jones, Toad, and Cairo Swordsman action figures, each sold separately from Raiders of the Lost Ark Collection, new from Kenner. Well, now we continue on with the rest of our news from New York Comic Con, and Adam, take us on a journey. Thank you, thank you. The first thing that I've noticed is there's uh, a Play Arts Kai Spider-Man coming. Um... It's a, a wonderful piece that we've seen, which looks like it's a picture of the figure standing in a in a um a booth. <laughs> so I, I can't really tell you too much apart from its um black and red Spider Man costume from one of the movies, I think two. It, uh, I don't Has know. I, uh, have we ever seen this costume before? No, I don't. I mean, Never ever. That's very kind of um ninety mm. mm. well, I think yeah. it's. 
yeah, I, I think it might be a, a variant line of Marvel stuff uh, like the DC one. Okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it okay. looks okay, but I don't <laughs> think I'm going to get it. Nope. Uh, moving along, uh, Yes Anime, that company we all know and love, Yes Anime, um, have announced that they're doing a vinyl line. They have a whole bunch of um, Iron Man options, uh, Ninja Turtle options, and some Star Wars options. <laughs> Most of these are like their prototypes because um, they're not painted, but yeah, they look pretty cool. The Darth Vader one is awesome. Yeah, mm. they look pretty cute. <laughs> I just like Yes Anime so much better than No Anime. That's right. I find them very negative. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. They definitely need a comma, don't they? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I almost like them as a as a prototype option than a than a final sort of painted option. Mm. Quite cute, isn't in the um the grey. I like the Iron Man ones. Mm. Oh, that's mm. interesting. I wonder what they'll actually sell for. Like, I mean, what what kind of price point? What are they no competing idea. with? Yeah, nice. Mm. So it's kind of sweet. Uh, Mega Blocks have released some shots of uh, Pickle Me Mega Block figures, um, which are pretty cool. There's um seems to be a beach themed set. So you've got. The guys hanging out at the beach in their trunks. They've got surfboards. Um, I think is that Dave wearing his hula skirt? <laughs> I get them all confused. Yeah. <laughs> so that looks pretty fun. I am um, got a look because my birthday is this coming week, but I'm going to be away. So I got my birthday cake at work on Friday, and it had Dave on it. <laughs> yeah, they're like we couldn't we couldn't decide because I've got superheroes on my desk and then I've got like a couple of um, Despicable Me mini and pop vinyls and they're like we couldn't decide whether to get a superhero or whatever <laughs> so in the end we got a minion like, that's fine I love it <laughs> nice. had great fun eating him mm. nice and there's also SpongeBob Mega Bloks yeah and and Skylanders yeah and Skylanders the Skylanders mm. one's an interesting choice okay. yeah. Interesting that um, Despicable Me went with Mega Blocks, like they're sort of the you know the, the blocks that keep on keeping on, but don't seem to be making any inroads to Lego. Mm. Yeah, got just enough money to keep going. Mm. It'll be interesting to see how they sell them. I mean, that doesn't seem to give you a lot of um, indication as to sort of sets. Whereas with the, um, uh, I mean, what is it? It's, it looks like a holiday type thing. It's the banana bar with a couple of surfboards. It doesn't sort of look like any. Um, what do you call it? Like evil lair type mm. stuff, but well, I suppose there's the firehouse type one. You get the fire um, minions, which were uh, a lot of fun, as yep. opposed to sort of SpongeBob, which you know you actually get the um, what do you call it? The Krusty Krab, yeah, sorted with plankton and everything like that. Yeah, well, right. there was actually a SpongeBob Lego. Set it was a few yeah. years back, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a few. Yeah, mm. fun. So there we go. Hmm. Uh, moving on. The Gaming Heads Presents, um, another company we all know lots about. Um, they've Is that the name of the company? Yes. Gaming Heads Presents. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't know if the Presents is part of the name. Gaming Heads definitely is, anyway. Okay. Um, they have an Elder Scrolls Online High Elf statue uh, up for pre-order. It's a one-sixth statue. Uh, there's a... LED light for the green pulsing ball of magic she has in her right hand. Uh, they're going to be doing a regular version, which is a thousand pieces. Uh, 
for three hundred nine dollars US and an exclusive for three hundred and thirty nine dollars, and that's uh, limited to five hundred pieces. I haven't actually said what the ah uh, hang on ah uh, so the the light up seems to be for the exclusive mm. or the limited. Okay, she's, um, she's very realistic. Not that elves are real, but uh, certainly the weathering <laughs> on the armor and stuff looks good. Are you sure? Well, you know, I saw that movie with elves in it and. Could have been a documentary. Yeah, pretty sure it was. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I Rigby. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to one of those companies I, I love and um, shill for as much as I can, uh, there are now going to be some figure arts for DC Comics, and they're going to be based off of the Injustice, Gods Amongst Us, um, Video game, so we've seen Superman, uh, Batman, Joker, and Harley. Hmm. And yes, they're all the armored looking y things for the Superman and Batman, and Joker's kind of a bit pointier than we expect. <laughs> you have to be and careful Harley. with those lapels. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. pointy. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Harley is based on the kind of more modern design where she's not wearing a wonderful Harlequin kind of mm. costume. The Joker's got a great head sculpt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you say, Justin? No, no, I was just going to say, if they make the Aquaman figure from this game, it's a pretty impressive figure. Um, and I think maybe the variant of the pointy Joker is when you play in the arcade mode where you play as regular Joker and then you play against Joker has a different costume as well. Mm-hmm. So I think the characters have variants of the actual costumes that you play against in arcade mode. I like playing Aquaman in this game. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I like uh, summoning the shark action. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> These are some very impressive sculpts for six-inch figures. Like that Joker head sculpt is really quite impressive. It's um, it's just a shame it has to be the video game stuff. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It looks like um, the Joker comes with his little chattering teeth as, a, as an extra. Yep. We've seen, mm. we've seen the Injustice stuff in so many forms. I'm kind of getting used to it, though. I mean, I wouldn't... Yeah, yeah. well, that's wrong. Um, some of them aren't too far off, are they? No, some of them are... Um, you know, pretty close, but then... I mean, the Batman's ugly as hell, but oh, the gosh. Superman's yeah. great-looking head sculpt. Yep. Yep. Mm. Mm. Wow. So I think they've also shown a bunch of Godzilla stuff that we've seen before, yeah. a bunch of Dragon Ball stuff we've seen before, and there's some pla- uh, Power Rangers stuff, but I think we've seen all of that before. Mm. Ah, so what else have we got to talk about? <laughs> we have lots more to talk about. We have uh, Zika... <laughs> Zika Toys are doing four-inch Captain Action uh, toys. Um, so, so far, I think all we've seen is Captain Action. Me looks mm. like Captain Action. <laughs> he does, <laughs> doesn't he? He, does, he looks yeah. remarkably similar. Uh, yeah. it's, um, it's Zika, but it's being uh, produced by Boss Fight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, we've seen um, John Carter and... Mm. Yeah. Mm. It looks like he's... Either got to swap out head or a remo- removable hat, so... Yeah, true. Actually, it must be swap out head because it looks like there's different portraits. Oh, really? Oh, hang on. No, it's just that you can't see the spit curl from one side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a big marker for Captain Action still. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> true cool. thing. It's true. Yep. Uh, we have Toinami have shown us pictures of their 24-inch Voltron. Um, I'll show you my 24-inch Voltron later. It's okay. Oh, uh, not again. Well, yeah. this, this Voltron is very shiny. 
It is. It's very, very shiny, and it's got a very nice-looking base. Um, it's interesting because I think we'd seen an announcement about this before, but we hadn't really seen much of the figure itself. Mm. Um, and it actually looks a hell of a lot more poseable than what I thought it would be before. Um, it's still not enough to tempt me, given its price was something like two hundred dollars or something from memory. So, no, oh, I think it's way more than that. I think yeah, three hundred or. Oh my! I'm definitely out. Uh, anything else from these guys? I had a bunch of Godzilla bits and pieces. Yeah, from the, um, the different eras. Yeah. Uh, I don't think there was much that grabbed me amongst that lot. Mm. You, okay. Ben? Cool. All right. Well, I'll uh, round out the news, shall I? Um, let's kick off with, uh, well, you know, Mattel didn't bother turning up, but uh, Hasbro blew us away with all the new uh, Marvel Legends announcements. Oh, wait, no, 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 that was a dream I had. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, look, I think the big thing that came out in terms of Marvel Legends is we actually found out, um, I guess, a bit more about the the waves that we were expecting. I mean, we'd seen some new figures like Machine Man, the new Scarlet Witch, um, that sort of modern female Captain Marvel, etc. Um, they're all going to be part, surprise, surprise, of an Avengers wave in 2015, um, but what we did find out is that in, um, in wave two, we will actually get a new Iron Man, a Captain America and a Hulk figure. Oh, thank God. Hooray. Mm. So retailers rejoice because you are going to be thrilled when you get that case assortment that has, um, one machine man, but three Captain Americas and three Hulks. And mm. I don't know, it could just be me, but I think that Hulk figure is really ugly. Um, oh, yeah. It's just not working mm. for me. He's wearing Guardians of the Galaxy pants. Yeah, uh, I was going to ask about that. What's that about? He's got these blue pants with red pinstripes, mm. which is much like the Abnett and Lanning costumes from Guardians of the Galaxy. So obviously they've tried to uh, get him, you know, into a bit of a costume. Um, I mean, it really does annoy me that with each subsequent film, they have to change things like Captain America's costume changes between the first Captain America film, the Avengers, and then back to Captain America Winter Soldier. But, you know, it's all about merchandising. If they don't change their looks, then they can't produce new figures. So that's something we'll just have to expect. Um, I guess, you know, in addition to the figures that we already knew that were coming, you know, the build figure, um, uh, Odin, the second wave has the, the builder figure Thanos, and this is the new sort of comic version Thanos, which has got heaps of extra detail, um, which is a bit of a fail. Like that entire wave is a bit of a fail for me because I'm not interested in a, in a Hulk Iron Man or Hellcat. Captain America. Hellcat. Well, I'll have to, to cherry pick because, um, they have Hellcat and she's probably the only person I want because I'm really not that interested in a new Spider Woman figure. Um, but the one new figure they announced was, uh, a Valkyrie. And a um, bit of an interesting choice. It's Valkyrie in her modern outfit, so she's actually wearing pants. Um, and I don't know. I, You know, we get these new figures like Scarlet Witch, but we've already got a Scarlet Witch. And, yeah, look, you know, she's fugly as hell, but I'm getting pretty tired of apology figures. Um, <laughs> I think, you know, a lot of people missed out on Valkyrie because she came in a two-pack that was um, poorly distributed by Hasbro. Uh, so people did miss that figure and, you know, this is an opportunity to pick yourself up a, a Valkyrie figure and, you know, even the head sculpt alone, you could probably, um, customize a, a classic Valkyrie. But, you know, 
Look, I'm as big a fan of the Defenders as anybody, um, and it's great to, you know, I've got the Valkyrie figure, but really, uh, another Valkyrie? When we still haven't got uh, a Polaris, a Dazzler, an Enchantress, got, do I have to go on? I mean, really, it's, um, I, I just don't, I don't know anymore. I, I just don't think I've got any, uh, any, any energy to really, um, complain anymore it's um it's just what if they mix the waves up what if they put hulk in the first wave and look i just um, get the waves so (laughs) i'm i'm quite keen i mean for me hellcat and machine man are the standouts i don't even want the new captain marvel figure um i'm quite happy with her and her um her warbird outfit yeah it's not the Mm -hmm. best figure out there but i don't feel the need to get this i don't feel i mean yeah the iron fist the original one we got is ugly as hell but again, we're getting another one. Yes, Hawkeye is hard to find, and a lot of people missed out on that figure, and we're getting another one. Um, I, I really am not quite sure what they're doing, and throwing us an occasional gem like Machine Man, is um, it's just not enough. Um, I mean, we're getting another Sentry. Um, you know, why? Nobody likes Sentry. He's Nobody. not even in the comics at the moment. Um, you know, he was a creation, you know, um, that you know, Marvel tried to do something clever. Um, you know, it was, it was Bendis. A lie. <laughs> well, that's right. And, and Bendis picked up and, and ran with the character and, and made him his little sort of pet. Uh, and, you know, he didn't make him accessible at all. In fact, I think he's a very dull character. And the fact that we're actually getting another century figure, and it's an apology figure again, because the other one was on, you know, too small of a, a buck. So this one's on the Hyperion buck. Um, you know, and it's another character that nobody asked for. So anyway. Yeah, I, I don't get the, the rationale behind some of that. I mean, I think things no. like modern Valkyrie, that's fine. You know, modern, the new Captain Marvel, you know, that's a very popular costume and that's you know, something different, that's fine. But things like Sentry, that's the stuff that really just befuddles me. Mm-hmm. You know, that could be countless other similar, you know, using that same but kind of characters that we've never had before yeah. that would uh, make people excited. But, of course, this is Hasbro. So even if you were excited about Machine Man, there's still no guarantee you're ever going to get him. Exactly. I mean, we're still waiting on, I think, 33 um, figures that have been shown by Hasbro in the past. Um, Is that true? 33? Yeah, that have never never seen the light of day. Um, Is that including, though, all those figures that were, you know, vote and get... Nope, nope, nope. Really? No, this is purely things like, you know, the the swap-out Doctor Doom figure um, that would be, you know, the, there was the Freedom Foundation Doctor Doom way back. Um, there was the, there was another, um, uh, there was another Spider-Man figure, and that doesn't even include, oh, sorry, it does include characters like, um, you know, the Radioactive Man, which, you know, we'll, we'll get eventually. Mm-hmm. But there's those running change figures. Like, we got the, um, the X-Force Deadpool, but there was a swap-out red one. And, of course, mm. everyone wanted to swap out Red One because Deadpool's such a hard figure to get. Um, yeah. you, you think that that's a cash cow just you know, waiting to happen, but we still haven't received that one. Throw in people like Rogue from the, the Jubilee series, and, yeah, it's, hmm. uh, it's pretty sad. Uh, all right, well, moving on to other stuff. Um, some people will be a bit more excited than I am, so maybe Scotty and uh, Adam can chime in on this, and that is some more, well, they're not called Marvel Universe anymore, Marvel Infinite Series, three and three-quarter figures. Um, we're getting a, a Grey Beast. So Man. this is um, this is Hank. <laughs> that nobody asked for it. Yeah, yeah, this is that kind of weird phase he went through where after he mutated, he became sort of that grey-furred dude with the blue undies. 
Um, we're getting a new Sandman, which has um, got very odd colouring, um, and, and a few new ones. There's Thunderstrike, so which Have doesn't actually ask Sandman bad. at all yet. I I can't recall. Hmm. I want to say no. Mm. I haven't seen. I can't see one in my shelves. Yeah, I don't think so. I hope yeah. that we're going to get a. <clears throat> I mean, I'm sure we will, you know, if they've gone to the tr- trouble of actually sculpting bits, I'm sure that we'll get a non-Sandy version as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there seem are to be some... losing, oh, sorry. No, you seem to be losing a lot of art- articulation points now as well. There are, they have reduced the articulation, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> there's a couple of really nifty figures, obviously, Thunderstrike, um, Shana the She-Devil, uh, a Vulture. Um, you know, falling into the category of, I'm not sure who asked for it, but there's a, a juggernaut colossus and that uh, really, really ugly armoured daredevil costume mm. from the late 90s. Yeah, because yeah, the 90s are so in right now. Yeah. <laughs> the um, vulture is a nice reuse of the falcon wings. Mm. Um, yeah. The Shanna's not doing anything for me. Gee, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure about the whole hair over the face thing. No. It's very uh, odd. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what's going on there, but... And well, again, she looks like a cyclops. Yeah. <laughs> you actually have a look. She's, she's got this giant eye in her face, and then the hair's meant to cover the other eye, but it doesn't quite cover it. So you can actually see in under the hair, and there's nothing but like a, you know, blank skin. Yeah. So yeah. it looks really awkward. The, they also showed a North Star, which is, I mean, we that was meant to be a running change with Aurora, and he never came out. So it will be good to get that result. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> All right. Well. Moving on to what can only be described as <laughs> wee. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, ARH Studios, uh, a group of guys who have been producing statues of, uh, of all sorts of things. Um, a lot of the stuff is either based on, you know, existing Norse mythology or um, Greek mythology, etc., um, with some original concept pieces. Um, but they announced that they had picked up the licenses to um, a couple of different uh, properties, and one of them was actually Frazetta. Um, now, as soon as I heard that they had uh, organised a deal with the Frazetta estate, you know, the first thing that came to mind was Death Dealer. Um, and I was expecting, you know, I mean, Frank, you know, painted um, a number of Death Dealer paintings um, featuring, you know, featuring him in battle. And I just assumed that, that you know, they'd produce a piece with, um, you know, perhaps the classic one where Death Dealer's just sort of leaning on his axe after he's um, finished a battle. But no, they said that their first piece would actually be Death Dealer on his horse. So that is the original Death Dealer um, painting that, that came out in the early 70s, I think about 73. Um, this freaked me out because it's quarter scale uh-huh. um, and he's sitting on a war horse that is sort of Clydesdale-sized. Um, so it sort of boggles the mind as to just how big that statue would be, you know, being quarter scale. So, um, you know, Averone posted um, lots of really groovy updates. You could see it in... in um, in progress, see it's sort of coming together. Um, it's sculpted by Aaron Binnett, and uh, uh, it's incredibly pricey. Um, you're looking at $785 for this guy. Um, a little bit confusing. There's uh, an addition up for the New York Comic Con that comes with a certificate of authenticity that's signed by a whole bunch of people. Um, the sculptor and a number of people, Frank Frazetta Jr., He's a bit of a jerk, so um, you know that doesn't sort of phase me. Um, and the edition size for that piece will be limited, just just the number of orders they get over the weekend, which at seven hundred and eighty-five dollars, I'm not expecting it to be um, 
too much. Uh, <clears throat> I certainly haven't pulled the trigger on this piece. Uh, I couldn't get any information out of ARH Studios in regards to um, shipping because um, it does make me incredibly nervous that oh my gosh, uh, yes. a piece like that. Um, I, they did actually get back to me and say that this will ship directly from China to um, wherever the, uh, the buyer is located using um, Chinese FedEx Express. Um, when I went to Chinese FedEx and uh, I put in, I took a bit of a guess at the size of the box and the weight. And using FedEx Express to Australia, the estimate was five hundred US dollars. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So um, that made me very nervous. They got back to me and said they can't give me an estimate because they still, um, it's still being manufactured, and they still don't have any idea how big the box will be and what the weight is. They were suggesting that it might actually ship in two boxes. <laughs> rather than one giant box because that will actually be cheaper. Um, there will be three versions of this statue. There's the New York Comic Con exclusive one that's up for this weekend. Then there will be uh, an exclusive one and then there will be a non-exclusive one. The exclusive one actually comes with additional swap-out parts um, such as a, a different style helmet because um, Frazetta wasn't sort of consistent with the look and feel of Death Dealer. There were subtle changes between each painting um, look, you know, to me, this is just absolutely magnificent. Um, I love Death Dealer. You know, I love Frazetta's work. This is the, um, you know, the, the creme de la creme of statues as far as I'm concerned, but without, um, you know, making an investment like that without additional information. Um, what is unfortunate is they've indicated that at the moment this won't be going through Sideshow like some of their other pieces, uh, which is really unfortunate because with a piece like this, Sideshow's reward point system would come yeah. in handy. Yeah. Um, ARH does do uh, flex pay, uh, similar to Sideshow, but of course, um, you know, you'd also take great comfort in uh, the way Sideshow works with FedEx in the US. So, uh, don't know. I think I'll have to sort of pass until I can get some additional information because I, I don't want to end up sort of paying those kind of. Um, mm. I am just so glad they are making this so that I've got something to point to when my wife goes, "Oh my God!" Just say, "Hey, at least I don't buy things like that." <laughs> so I would really love it if you got it yeah. for those purposes. Yeah. Will do. Yeah. Will do. Leave it with me. I might actually so. just pretend that you're getting it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of getting stuff, um, uh, Hot Toys, you know, clearly were listening to the podcast and uh, my endless bitching about them not doing anything with Star Wars was um, was answered when they got their act together and released the Han and Chewie two-pack. Uh, hot on the heels of that, we've actually seen a couple of um, sneak images getting around the internet of um, stormtroopers. And there's a, a set of stormtroopers, one with the sort of the, the normal blaster and one with the, the bigger blaster rifle. Um, and, you know, there's a little Hot Toys logo and sort of the background, so this indicates it is something that's coming. Um, no additional information as to whether this will be a two-pack or what the go is. Um, they look magnificent. They just look like mini stormtroopers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the glossy white armour looks spot on. Um, you know, the, the stormtrooper head is one of those things that if you get something even slightly off, it does look awkward. Um, you can tell straight away. Uh, this is significant for a number of reasons. Um, the first one is that the Sideshow Stormtrooper, that it was one of the first Star Wars um, six-scale figures, um, so much so that I think when the Stormtrooper came out from Sideshow, it was so early in the day that uh, I think the recommended retail price was about $90. Wow. So try finding you know a six-scale figure like that for $90 these days. So it's um it's interesting because you know I mean 
the way these two are paired next to each other, one looks taller than the other. So there's been some speculation that it could be um, they could be swapped out as Han and Luke. That's that's uh, yeah. I think so, um, which would be disappointing because um, I don't need Han and Luke unless it's just a swap out head, um, which would make sense. Like that could be a um, you know a, a sideshow exclusive or something like that. Um, but I just want to get my hands on the stormtroopers, uh, and I just start getting really nervous about you know what they'd be worth because I'd probably need ten of them. <laughs> But we shall see. No doubt we will be reporting on that. Yeah. Um, moving on to things that I won't be buying, um, Diamond Select have uh, shown us some, uh, well, interesting shots of their new um, Mego-esque Wolverine set. So this is a, an 8-inch Mego-styled figure. So you've got the... Um, that, that sort of retro buck, you know, with the, the cloth costume. Um, you obviously buy Wolverine and then you can get a, an additional, well, I think it might even be this, the one big box. So you get Wolverine in his traditional sort of tiger stripe, yellow and blue outfit, and you can actually swap him out to be um, Logan with his jeans and his leather jacket. Or if you, like me, prefer the traditional brown and orange, you can um, swap him out That's into that. That's very orange. It is very orange, isn't yeah. it? Mm. And what's interesting is it's actually not the same color as the mask. Yeah. yeah. So they're two different colors. So, um, oh, look, if you enjoy your retro stuff, then you know this is fun. The good thing is um, not only do you get to sort of swap out the um, the clothes, but um, each head actually has a different look about it. So you've got you know sort of gnarly grimacing Wolverine, and you've just got you know perplexed Wolverine. Perplexed Wolverine. So anyway, it looks fun for what it is. I can't quite read the price on that. So it's um, a fairly large set anyway. But no word either on as to whether. Oh, actually, it looks like this could be a a new series. Certainly, the bottom of the packaging indicates that there's a Spider-Man and a Captain America. Yeah, there's been a bit of noise from um, Diamond Sledge about these uh, kind of Mego repros. I just, I think obviously for people that love this stuff, this is great. What I'm just not seeing is uh, the it, it's very faithful. I think in terms of you know what these were, it's not really improving on it. So mm. yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. While uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are hot, there's a few people cashing in on them, and uh, one of them is the uh, premier Japanese collectible figure maker, Good Smile Company. It just sounds like English, doesn't it? It's mm. a Good Smile Company. Smile. Anyway, they've teamed up with Nickelodeon, and they are creating some statues based on um, James Jean James Jean's original rendition of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, they look pretty nifty. They're, they're, I like them. It's a shame they didn't actually look like that in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. So they're actually quite nifty. They're, you know, this is a, an interesting take. I mean, you know, obviously with um, you know a bit of artistic licensing, people can sort of uh, draw the turtles uh, any number of ways, and, and people often do. And uh, the way James has actually drawn them has translated very, very well to the statues, and yeah. they actually look really, really cool. Those um, like that long sword, but then also all that. Uh, flying fabric mm. terrifies me from a mm. sculpture perspective. Interesting I, to see how many pieces that comes in. Well, I'm just worried about how many pieces it could turn into if you bumped it or <laughs> yeah. whatever. 
What's interesting is the the first piece that's out is uh, Leonardo, and it's taken from James's artwork. But um, he's actually done sort of a, uh, a a piece of artwork with all four turtles. So they're standing sort of on concrete blocks um, in a, in a building. So it'll be interesting to see if um, each subsequent statue um, connects together. I guess to to um, so that you can actually put together that particular shot. Um, that's the one thing that Sideshow didn't do with the um, the markets that I've got. They're all on rooftop pieces, but none of them um, are similar enough for them to sort of lock together or anything like that. Mm. It looks like they might. There's some kind of grooves. You can see at the edge, the back edge of it. So mm. in that shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, they they look pretty darn nifty. No uh, price on those as of yet. Um, plenty of stuff about you know James Jean, Good Smile Company, but nothing about actually the scale of their piece or the price or the release date, which, guys, would have been really, really handy. Yeah. <laughs> mm. All right. Um, and there's a, a little company called Go Hero, and if you don't know who they are, they've been producing one-six scale figures. Um, they've done a number of things. Um, they were the ones that did the shadow, and very, very soon their, uh, their Doc Savage figure will be out. And Go Hero has teamed up with um, Executive Replica, Executive replicas and Fison. Fison produce a lot of one six scale stuff. If you do, if you type in one six Fison, that's P H I C E N into eBay. There's um, huge amounts of stuff. But anyway, they have the license to uh, a plethora of um, licenses. Did I just say they have the licenses to a plethora of licenses? <laughs> I did. Oh wow! Properties. So you have to license licenses now, do you? Mm, mm. Yeah, anyway, it's getting complicated. Um, so, if you are interested in any of the following, you will be uh, pretty happy to know that you'll have a 1-6 scale figure coming in the near future. And this includes uh, Stan Lee, Adam West, Eartha Kitt, Julie Newmar, Carolyn Munro, who was from the Golden Voyage of Sinbad and Beneath the Planet of the Apes, Betty Page, Steve Reeves as Hercules, Bella Lugosi as um, Dr. Alex Zorka from um, The Phantom Creeps, um, the Red Discovery astronaut and the um, Yellow Discovery astronaut from one of the most boring films ever made, <laughs> 2001 A Space Odyssey, um, George Wallace as the Rocket Man, um, the Spider, that's the uh, the pulp hero, um, Sadistic, Wilma Deering, who is from um, Buck Rogers, that's the um, the classic serial one as opposed to the Gil Gerard one. Oh, I was going to say, why aren't you more excited about that? But that's because yeah. it's actually... That's what, right. What's, what's her name? Um, yeah. Erin Gray. Uh, yeah, that's one. Um, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, Lady Action. <laughs> Captain Action's sister. And uh, the She-Creature. So, oh, sorry. And there's a uh, pretty much everybody from Lost in Space. So, um, awesome. and... Last up, there is Go Hero's original intellectual property, Zappy the Space Elf. So that's um, that's pretty impressive because Go Hero have been going quite slowly in terms of their figures. They sort of they they acquire a license, produce a figure. So to announce um, so many licenses in one go is quite impressive. So uh, I've actually been very very tempted by the um, the Doc Savage figure. Um, the only reason I haven't pulled the uh, trigger on that one is because they actually have a special where you can get him and the shadow in um, in, in a, a bundle, basically, and they work out cheaper if you get the two together because that puts the price up. But I just can't bring myself to buy a dock on his own because it's like, but 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 he's so much cheaper if I get both together. So it's kind of like the opposite of you know um, when your wife goes out and you know spends money and buys something on sale and then says she actually made money. 
<laughs> so anyway, very exciting stuff. And let's just hope you don't get a nude Stanley figure. <laughs> um, all right. In our last final, this is it, piece of news, a company called Triforce is actually releasing DC comic prop replicas. Um, we've seen prop replicas in the past in regards to DC comics. We've seen things like the Green Lantern lanterns. Uh, etc. But this time we are actually getting the Deathstroke mask uh, and his sword from um, uh, Batman Arkham Asylum. So it's called the Deathstroke Arsenal. And I think there's actually more, it just mentions a mask and a sword, but I think there's a couple of batons or something in there as well that's mm. going on. But, um, you know, it's a really impressive piece. The helmet looks, or the mask, the helmet, whatever you want to call it, looks fantastic. It comes on a type of pedestal base that you can actually put the sword in and um, the sword's upside down because you should never have the blade down. Um, but anyway, uh, it all comes undone when you see that it is going to cost you $850. Wow. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, um, I assume that the uh, that that will be incredibly limited. Um, they're also doing uh, a the cow from um, Batman, so that's a <laughs> it will make you a very angry looking Batman. Um, I really like the Arkham Asylum Batman. I think the mask is uh, quite um, a good sculpt with the 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 sharp and pointy long ears. Um, so, but you'll also be able to get Green Arrow's bow which is kind of a bit weird because it kind of just looks like a bow uh. with some arrows. But some of the, the arrows that actually come with it have um, trick heads on them and it looks like the pedestal that it's built into has um, additional arrow heads. I imagine they're not removable. It sort of gives you the idea that it's a bit of a, a customizable setup. So, And that will only cost you $1,500. Uh-huh. So there you go. If you've got money to burn and you don't want to spend $500 on importing your um, Death Deal statue, then maybe this is for you. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yes. All I mean, right. That's well. awesome. Though. I think it's great. Like, it's, you know, even though um, yeah, it's out of my reach, I think the fact that something like that's getting made is awesome. Yeah. Oh, look, the Deathstroke mask looks yeah, astonishing. Beautiful. I love very, it. Very, it's nicely weathered, etc. All right, well, that wraps up our New York Comic Con news. So quick um, quick run around the AFB table here. Justin, standout item? Uh, Judge Dredd for me. Yeah. No brainer. For me. Figure, or, <laughs> figure or the statue? Uh, the figure to test the waters and we'll see about uh, uh, the <laughs> – I would be quite happy if the six-inch uh, Lawmaster came out, but uh, yep. that, that statue is very impressive. Nice, nice. What about you, Mr. Scott? You know what? I like in terms of something that I might actually buy. I think well, Stormtrooper, Hot Toy Stormtroopers. That's mm. pretty exciting. Um, you know that that there's probably a lot of things on here that I like, but that I won't be buying. <laughs> it's not expensive <laughs> yeah. for me, but the Stormtroopers are pretty exciting. Mm. Mm. And Adam, uh, I don't think that I'd be buying either of them. But probably either the Yes Anime Fader or the Planet by Spider Man. Mm, nice. Very good, and it's definitely a death dealer for me. So, all right, that was pretty entertaining. Very and, good. Um, Thanks. <laughs> that wraps up our uh, our news, New York Comic Con exclusive news. We'll come back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap things up. Now you can have your own special Captain Planet adventure with your favorite planeteers. There's Wheeler, who has the power of the fire. And the daring Linka with the power of wind. You can even use the Planeteer's eco-cycle. And your own power rings will let you call Captain Planet. Bring him to the rescue and save the Earth. 
Captain Planet and the Planeteers, now available at Kmart. Well, before we finish off, we have some feedback from our listeners to share with you. And if you'd like to hear your questions, comments, or suggestions on future episodes, you can email us at podcast at actionfigureblues.com, and you may just hear it read out. And Adam, what you got? I have a wonderful, wonderful letter from our friend Eddie of the Many Numbers. Uh, so, writes, so many numbers. Yep. He yeah. writes, great episode, guys. This is about uh, our past episode just gone. Uh, my favorite Hawkeye figure growing up was actually the Avengers United line. Personally, I think one of the most underrated figure lines. Yes, the cartoon was bad. Even as a kid, figures were, but the figures were awesome. Still probably the best Ultron figure to date. It was slightly larger than what Toy Biz had been doing at the time and far more articulation. It was a missing link between the 90s Toy Biz and the 2000s Toy Biz, which was the Spider-Man classics Marvel Legends. Even their clever action features featured, pardon the pun, heavily in Toy Biz's Lord of the Rings line, like Hawkeye's bow and magnetic hand so he could pull arrows. The design on Hawkeye wasn't great, but it was accurate to cartoon. Wasp and Ant-Man were much better design updates, but a great figure to play with. Sweet. Hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, good. That to, yes, I actually right after we uh, did this show, actually when I was putting the enhanced podcast together, I thought about the Avengers United one as something that we had um, inadvertently left off the list, mm. um, and uh, definitely one that should have been mentioned. So thank you. Yeah, mm. thanks, Eddie. All right, round it out for us. Well, we got an email from Joe from New York. And he says, hey, guys, I load trucks for UPS in the morning, sell wine in the afternoon, and one free sell on eBay on Long Island, New York. I recently found your podcast and have just been absorbing past episodes, and I just had to say how much I love the show. My eBay selling has expanded to working with my town's comic book store. If I can help you in any way, please feel free to contact me um, on anything you're chasing, and I'll do my best to get it to you. Just a way to say thanks for helping me get through some rough days and to know you have a friend in New York. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Joey O. Hooray! Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. What a hero. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, it's <laughs> nice to, um, you know, get feedback like that that's like, oh, we're actually, you know, doing something positive for someone. It's awesome. Yeah, that's weird thinking that, you know, here we are sitting around a table in AFB headquarters in Australia and there's someone driving the streets of New York listening to our show. So, yeah, we appreciate that. Awesome. Yeah. All right, guys, it's been an epic. It's been an epic. Sure it's has. Been- been an epic and it's uh, it's sunday night here mm-hmm. so it must be time for us to say goodbye and go to bed the action figure blues podcast can be found on itunes and stitcher radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab if you do listen to us on itunes please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review we also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news new releases old lines and engage in trades and sales in a safe community please join us there while you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening.
for those come oh, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> the, the first word. That That's got to be unexpected. a record. <laughs> 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 oh, it's been a long week and a longer weekend. Mm. Okay. A phantom oh, ring. Zaz. No, that's a kryptonite ring. It's a kryptonite ring. Okay. Okay. <coughs> 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 oh, hold on, let me open my other can of Coke. Here we go, ready? Coke? Oh. Diet Coke. Oh, we've had that discussion in a moment. What, are you a Pepsi person? Pepsi Max. Oh, I'm just a whatever is cheaper person. Oh, no, I'd go in there and go, oh, I've got a choice between Diet Coke or horse piss. Mm. <laughs> Probably put a couple of teaspoons of sugar in the horse piss and we'll just go for that. What? It tastes the no. same. Ha! <laughs> 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 um, I'm not too sure about the animated head that's a pack in with it. I, I like the the normal head we receive there on the uh, Sentinel hand, but then looks like I she's... know you're a rogue. The animated head looks like she's smelling a fart. She looks like, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's her own fart. <laughs> have, we, have we lost Benjamin? <laughs> I just received a text from Ben that I shall recite to you now. It says, I'm gone. 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 Ben is gone. All right. Mm, that's a shame. Well, is it? We, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi, can ben. he still hear us? Yeah, I'm sure he can. I'll get all, all the next text that I um, receive. I'm sure I won't be able to repeat on air. Okay, Ooh. let's just drop him out. Well, you may know if I blah 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 blah.